Hello, Prickhead Nation. Thanks for tuning in. We are covering episode two of Bachelor. Listen to your heart this week. Uh, Blake Burkhart joins me again, which he will be joining uh, throughout this whole season. Uh, we have a pretty good time talking. Uh, the first uh, chunk of it, we kind of discuss uh, Chicago and uh, the pandemic and lockdown. Uh, if you're not interested in listening to that, you can just go skip straight to uh, the 30-minute mark. And that's actually when we start uh, recapping the show. Uh, we have a lot of fun. We hope that you are enjoying uh, this new dynamic between me and Blake. Uh, I hope you like it. Uh, if you haven't checked out his album, it is incredible. It is called Atlantis. You can just look it up on Spotify under Blake Burkhart. Uh, if you haven't, if you're new to the our show and you haven't done this yet, please review us, uh, like us, subscribe. Uh, we are going to be back onto a pretty specific schedule of the episodes, probably being released on Wednesdays now. Uh, so you can look forward to that. And uh, we hope you enjoy any questions. Uh, please email us at pedalsandprickspodcast at gmail.com. If you don't want to be... Um, if you don't want to be read out loud online, excuse me, I had a brain fart there. Uh, if you don't want to be mentioned on the podcast, make sure you just put that in, into the um, email uh, just so that we know. Um, and we're looking forward to all your thoughts, your comments, your questions, whatever you have. Uh, we thoroughly enjoy that. And uh, that's all the announcements we have. Uh, we hope you have a good time. And uh, this week's episode is going to start right about now. This is Pedals and Bricks with Kelsey and Jerks, where we talk about me and recap The Bachelor. Jerkins loves it. Kelsey's never seen the show, but she's giving it a try for true friendship. Pedals and Bricks with Kelsey and Jerks. Hey there, Prickhead Nation. This is Pedals and Pricks. I am Jonah Jerkins, and I am joined by my new co-host for this season, and you are... Blake Burkhardt. Hi, everybody. Prickhead Nation. Hi. I'm, I'm waiting for them to say hi back. Hi, Jonah. Hey, hey Blake. <laughs> no, I'm waiting for them to say hi back to you. Oh, hi, Jonah. Hi, Prickhead Nation. Great to be back here for episode two of the show, episode three of the podcast, right? Yeah, episode three. So, uh, we are, I wrote the last one up in the two episodes because I thought we had kind of two separate spots. I hope... We got to know a lot about you, which is kind of nice, and you the hatred we had for each other. Drunker <laughs> as, as we chug white claws and, and <laughs> we, talk shop. We, uh, we are currently clawing it up right now, and we're also outside. So if you hear a lot of uh, uh, Tweedledums and Tweedledees, yeah, we're on my back porch. There's a lot of birds. Uh, there's also um, chickens that live over here. I don't you think they'll make any that noise. Live over here? I have chickens that live on the other side of this alley, and in my front yard, a guy has a bunch of ducks. Really? Which, if anyone wants to follow me on Instagram, Blake Burkhardt Comedy, I always take photos of the ducks when they're in my front yard because it's really weird. This guy owns like eight ducks, and he walks around with a giant cane like a shepherd <laughs> and takes his ducks for in a walk. In Chicago, this happened? No yeah, way. Yeah, and I, he, like, the ducks go to the bathroom. He cleans up after the ducks, so he like, throws them. And they down. follow him pretty well? It's like amazing. Like they walk in a straight line, and if they get out of line, he goes, "Come on, ducks!" <laughs> <laughs> like he hasn't named any of them. And what's so sad? He, is, he goes, "Duck three, keep going." I, I mean, I hear him yell, "Come on, ducks!" I hear that all the time. <laughs> and then I'll look out and be like, "The ducks are out." But um, how old is this guy? He's like a middle-aged man, fifties or sixties, early sixties maybe. When do you think he started collecting these ducks? I don't. I didn't even know it was allowed <laughs> to own one duck, but he owns eight ducks, and he walks. He parades them around every day. Do you go? Maybe you shouldn't do that. My neighbor's a jaguar. <laughs> do jaguars and ducks live in the same part of the world ever? <laughs> they do in Chicago, but we are. We are. Uh, I will say that we are practicing social distancing. I bought a fifty-foot cable and I threw it to you, and I'm currently 
uh, yeah. on the bottom of your of your building, and you're on top. <laughs> they so. say you're supposed to be 50 feet apart <laughs> vertically. <laughs> vertically, <laughs> right? That's the new Lori Lightfoot law. Just don't, don't, uh, please don't spit down at me. Yeah, we've basically been quarantined together this whole time. We kind of have. We've been you're having... the only person I've seen really outside of uh, my roommate uh, since this all went down. So yeah, are you missing kind of hanging out with people? Um, honestly, no. <laughs> Are you getting sick? Of I'm missing ru- stand-up comedy for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I miss seeing people socially, but like I've gotten used to this already. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, th- I think everybody's agreeing with you right now. Like, I want everyone to stay safe, of course. And if you, if anyone's ill that you know, I feel terrible for for them and yeah, for we wish you. Them, we, yeah, we wish them the best. Yeah, we wish sure. you all the best. Um, but I, you know, I don't have a lot of family members anymore. They're already dead. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I'm just I'm sad for the world and anyone suffering um, financially or or physically. Feel terrible, but like my life has barely changed at all. I just can't go to bars, which I do miss. I, I miss, miss doing stand up comedy. Uh, I miss meeting new people. Sort yeah, of. me too. Like, yeah. I haven't met a new person in months, and I won't for months from now. Yeah. So this is my outlet to the world is doing podcasts like this with you, which has been a lot of fun, and I appreciate people listening. Are you wearing the mask outside when you're yeah. when you're shopping? Mm-hmm. Are you, was that weird when you? I I, I haven't. I, I know that's probably not the best thing. Well, but. I held off, and I, the, for a while I was wearing a scarf, and then someone was like, "You know, this that scarf is not <laughs> designed to keep <laughs> you, yeah you safe from a airborne or a, a droplet borne disease or whatever." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's a good point." And they're like, "So just either do nothing or the." Or yeah. don't do the scarf. That's stupid. Yeah. Also, the scarf could have the things on it itself. Right. So then uh, my dad very kindly got me um, some some masks, gloves, and masks. He's starting to take it more seriously. He was one of the me and him were both two of the last like holdouts of being like this. Is, it's not that big of a deal. Well, yeah. We were like, oh shit, it is. All right. This is a media born thing. Yeah. So he got me some masks. I I still work with my dad in the day. We're fixing up uh, condominiums and. Shit like that. We're both uh, general contractors, but we're keeping our distance from each other, which has been uh, weird. Kind but, of a blessing. I mean, it's not, I mean, I'm worried about my dad more than anybody. Yeah. Uh, How old is your dad? Uh, good question. It's sixties, early sixties. Yeah. 60s. yeah. Uh, are you are you are you kind of sad that you can't use the excuse to not see your mom being like, you know, mom, you know, you're <laughs> in your sixties and I don't want to get you sick. That's what it's kind of become a hack joke at this point. But um, I've been. Uh, so I've been six feet apart from all my dead relatives for years because <laughs> I don't go visit. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, yeah, <laughs> almost all of my family is, is uh, you know, passed away. Yeah, mine too. Yeah, that's why we get along. Yeah, I had yeah. a small family to begin with, and uh, now it's even, it gets smaller by the year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of nice. I I uh, I had a. Uh, I had a girlfriend who had a big family, and uh, I I don't know what I was doing, maybe bragging about, like, how so I'm an only child, and I was saying something like, well, I got all the attention. And then she says, yeah, well, when your parents die, you're going to be all alone. And I was like, that was some real shit you just said to me. <laughs> then now that now that's true. I'm like, I really am all alone. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of am. Yeah. I almost laughed when, like, when my final parent died. I almost laughed about, like, I really am all alone. I should text her that your wish came true. It's weird. It's sad for for most people. That kind of goes uh, pretty quick. Like once you lose, lose the first domino, it's like that's you know yeah, get happens. ready now. Yeah, yeah isn't it, it weird? It tends to happen. Yeah, I don't I don't know how it works, but yeah, my my immediate family was wiped out in the course of a couple of years, and um, extended cousins stuff. I've lost a million of those. So 
You had a million cousins? <laughs> I had a million. I've already lost a million, bro. Oh, my God. Did you still have a couple left? <laughs> no, I... You have, like, the biggest family I in mean, the world. I mean, they're fine, but they're dead to me. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a Sarah Silverman bit. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. I mean, the the... Like like I said, I wish everyone well, but the quarantining is like I've just I feel so used to it already because it feels like it's been five months and it's really been like two months or a month yeah. and a half. Like it feels like the year is flying by and we're already up to like tax season. That's crazy to me. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. felt like it was January like a week ago. Are you keeping track of days pretty well? I'm not. Not at all. And yeah. I, I'm still doing a lot of work, but I work on Sundays now, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's fucking Sunday. Yeah. And like, what does that matter? Yeah. I didn't even know it was Easter. Like, I didn't know it was oh, yeah, Sunday. Oh, yeah, it was Easter, yeah. Or yeah, it was yeah. Easter Sunday. And then someone was like, how was your Easter? And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is that even fucking April? <laughs> what, so, it, the, yeah. I, no, time has lost all meaning. Like, yeah. right now, I don't even... It's around 7 o'clock, I think. But yeah. I don't really even know. That's a nice thing about, like, the... Like, one of the good things I was kind of excited for The Bachelor to be back on is now I know when, when Monday happens. Oh, right. The Bachelor's on Monday. <laughs> on Mondays, yeah, yeah. I yeah. guess I'll be able to keep track of it that way. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just said to you, oh, the NFL draft is on tonight, and that's not correct. Oh, it's not. No, it's on Thursday, it? oh, and it's I thought for sure <laughs> it, it must be Thursday by now. Yeah, because Monday feels like already a week ago. Yeah. What's the What's the thing you don't miss? Like one th- What one thing did this make you realize you kind of don't you kind of are going to keep not doing anything? Uh, that's a really great question. I think this is a good time, and I I think everyone should maybe consider this, but like you can cut people out of your life and not feel bad about it i get extreme guilt over that really because someone who is perceived as my friend or that thinks that they're my friend or thinks that i like them Mm -hmm. i i need to keep up that appearance for their sake yeah or even like um name name some names romantically that's the case too really (laughs) like with I mean, not not necessarily right now, but like I've always done it throughout my life. Like if if a girl likes me, I have to like her back, yeah, because I don't want to lo- let her lose what she thinks is happening, yeah. And well, it's fucked up. And and then you're a toxic person at that point because you're right. leading someone on just because you're too at, nice. And you can lead a friend on too, which yeah. is like people tend to not take that seriously, or even with like. Um, you know, in, in your work and in, in whatever field you do creatively, like, I think this has taught me to, like, just boil it down. Yeah. You don't have to be everybody's buddy all the time. Right. It's phony and it's like, not, you're not going to look back at your life as an 80 year old and be like, oh, I'm so glad I hung out with, like, Brian. <laughs> don't say any names. I just you... said a word, Brian. Uh, oh, the word Brian. <laughs> well, the name Brian. Um, no, I don't, I don't. There's no one named Brian that I'm thinking of right now, but I think, yeah, I think you should value the relationships that matter to you and just let the other ones go. That's, I'm, glad, I'm glad you said that because that's kind of why I, I brought you here. <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> that's why I said let's do it. As I was doing that, my dog, I was like, I wonder if Jonah thinks I'm talking about him. <laughs> He's going to cry when we're done. <laughs> no, no, no. What if I just start crying now? I uh, I, I feel like, like okay, after we watched episode two. And I feel like Brandon, <laughs> the way that people latch onto him, he's probably loving this right now because he can be like, "Oh, baby, sorry, it's just not going to work out because of COVID." Yeah, because he is dodging girls left and right throughout this whole episode. He really is. I think he's like uh, he's one of the most liked guys, right? Yeah. So he, he can like kind of nice pick guy. and choose. That's yeah. a good position to be in. Trust he's- me. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like a nice guy, but he seems kind of like a fuck boy too. Or he's just too nice to say no. I don't think I like him all that much, but I see his appeal. I don't get it looks-wise. 
Really? I'm not. I don't. I don't get really all boned up when I look at them. I think everyone remaining on the show is a good-looking person, except yeah. for Rudy. <laughs> She's yeah, yeah. an unattractive, terrible person. I don't know. I, I saw her with... But Clark. it might just be her personality that makes me say that. Yeah. She's unhinged. Once someone is, like, clearly, like, a toxic person, they, like, their looks, like, fade away okay. to me. Like, I'm just like, yeah, fine. When, like, in their talking heads, you can see her eyes, and they're just like, there's nothing there. Yeah, Other she seems rage. like she's... That's the thing about these reality shows, and like, like we said in the previous episodes, I don't watch a ton of them. I like them, and I I get why people like them, uh, but I just don't get around to watching. I'm just yeah. a movie guy, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you'll see some people who are just an interesting person by nature, mm-hmm. and they're it's fun that they're on the show because you get to watch them and kind of experience. Sometimes you're like, oh, I wish I, they were my friend, you know. Yeah. And then there's other people who like I are like I'm on a show. I know. So I'm going to show that, like, I'm going to be the worst version of myself yeah. for attention. Yeah. Like Michael. And I think Rudy's one of them. Right? Was it Michael? Yeah, Michael Todd. Just like Michael Todd. Michael Todd, I think, is just a lunatic. I wish they were just like. <laughs> I don't like, even blame him anymore. I wish they just kind of crazy guy. kept him on as a butler or something. <laughs> where he's just like, or he's just singing while he's serving. I know. I said this before, but like, I like VH1 or somebody, like, please, like, give that guy his own show. Oh, yeah, and just I let him run wild. It. I would watch every episode. Maybe be on the Quigley. That's such a weird personality where it's like he's trying so hard, but like he's a he's like an artificial, yeah, fake yeah. person, yeah. But he's like trying so hard. <laughs> yeah. I think he just walk around singing his own fucking shitty song. Oh, man, you've missed some real good ones on previous seasons. Oh, it's, really? it's crazy where you're just like, they come in with like a catchphrase, they say their catchphrase all the time. Or they are like constantly mentioning their business. It's like this yeah. is insane. <laughs> and uh, which I'm kind. Of, well, I actually one last question for the COVID thing. So what's mm. going to be when all this clears up? Well, what's your two questions? What's your thought on people trying to open up the economy quick? Because Chicago's not really doing that, but other states are. Um, is this a two parter, or that's what that's the first question? How do you feel about that? Um, I don't like it because I think. Um I think the 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 disease itself has like proven it should be taken seriously, right. you know. And I, like I said, I was a long time holdout where I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. sick of hearing about it. Bird flu, swine flu, yeah, all this shit never amounts to anything. Um, so let's like let's wait and see on this one. And now I feel like an asshole. Where yeah, it's I like, know, me too. The news got more and more like frightening from other countries, and I was still like, nah, like fuck this, like I don't believe it. Yeah. But now it's like I I'm no longer a skeptic. Yeah. Like I'm I'm the furthest from a skeptic now. Now I'm sort of just like this isn't going to kill a lot of people that are, you know, our age or or especially younger people. So no people aren't taking it seriously for that reason, but it is wiping out elderly people. Yeah. yeah and yeah. that at first was kind of like a joke like, oh yeah, well they're going to die anyway. Like they're yeah, old yeah, people yeah. who cares. But like that no that's fucked up. Like we shouldn't yeah. As as a society, we shouldn't allow somebody to come around and kill all our old people. My, my and if we can do anything to prevent it, we should. And that's why, like Georgia, and no, you know, if you're from Georgia, you're listening. No knock on your state, but it seems like they make some bad decisions. You know, yeah. As in politically, things I don't agree with. You can say whatever you want. We made sure that nobody from Georgia can ever hear this <laughs> podcast. Well, I mean, but like that, there was a lot of homophobia out of Georgia yeah. government in recent years. Like that made the news like pretty often, and it's just like. It, it, I don't want to sound like a woke, like, uh, preachy person, but, like, homophobia now, it's like, are you kidding me? Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Like, it's so it's ridiculous. been around for, like, first of all, gay people have been around since the dawn of mankind. If you're not okay with that yet, you're crazy. And then, like, uh, as members of our society, it's like, it. you're, like, 
30 years late. Yeah. Like how, and and way you're way later than that. But yeah. like in night when 1990 came around homophobia should have been wiped out. Right. So to do it in 2020 is like shame on you and it, the fact that you're in government at all is like disgusting to me. But so that was like something that annoyed me from Georgia government in recent years and now they're the first place to open up not taking covid seriously. It's like do you want to be on the wrong side of history for everything? Yeah, 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 like yeah. Let's play it safe for another month. Why not? We can hold out. Yeah. And if you're suffering financially, like, like look into the way that um, these bailouts could potentially help because there is a lot of options out there. Yeah. And some people are just screwed, and like that's a, it's a force of nature, man. I'm very sorry, but that doesn't mean we should be opening your nail salon or your, right. your uh, barber shop. Yeah, I'd rather on like, May first. That's next week. That's crazy. As we record this, I'd rather barber shops, salons, and gyms. In Chicago? No, in, no, Ge- in Georgia. In Atlanta. Yeah. Or in, in Georgia, in all of Georgia. And it's like gyms, it seems like the most yeah. dangerous one. Everyone's oh, for breathing sure. heavy, touching everything. It's already bad everything. enough. Yeah, it's, it's, it's already like, I mean, the like, gym was the first thing I staff, stopped staff going to when this got wild. freaky. And then yeah. soon enough, the gyms were closing. I was doing comedy shows after I stopped going to the gym. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Because you literally have to touch everything in the gym. It's already gross. And nobody cleans of. up after themselves either. It's just, like people I that work down, out gyms are disgusting. I know? wipe down everything when I'm done yeah. with those little like towelette things. But that's just me wiping my sweat off. Yeah. That's like a courtesy. I'm not wiping down right. a, a pandemic disease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And neither is like it's it's I think gyms should be the last thing open back up. And if you own a gym, I'm sorry for your financial burden but gyms should be the last i think movie theaters should be open for gyms yeah how do you feel about uh comedy shows theater shows that should be one of the last ones too and, yeah. and i hate to say it but like i i miss going to the movies as much as anything and i miss performing stand-up comedy as much as anything but i'm willing to wait on these things for right. the sake of less old people and people with pre-existing illnesses just dropping dead like I'm willing to, even if it's a year, whatever the fucking Dr. Fauci tells me. Yeah, I'll yeah. sit on it. In uh, in Albuquerque, at my grandmother, my grandmother moved to an old folks home <clears throat> like a few years ago, and she's in her mid nineties. And uh, I was just talking with my aunt, and they, she said that 14 people got COVID and died just in her, uh, in her where she's at, where she's staying, which is kind of a big bigger area. And all mm. I could think was just like, I'm gonna get a shit ton of money. Hopefully soon. And <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. No. But they, they locked everything down and everyone's safe. But it's insane how, oh, like, good. it will, like, I mean, it's killing people. You know, a lot of prison people. Oh, man. It's killing, like, everybody. It's crazy. It's, like, chopping down old people like a corn. <laughs> like like a sickle on corn, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just, like, what's what's the corn swiping thing? A sickle. Sickle, right? yeah. Yeah. It's literally wiping them it's out. It's like a children of the corn That was why it, the Seattle got so fucked because it just hit the nursing homes first. So everyone's like, there's... 2,000 dead people, and everyone's like, oh, no. Yeah. It's like, they're all over idiots. Like, okay, but that's still <laughs> yeah, fucked yeah, up. Yeah, right, yeah. Like, ah, and just, right. To, just, just to clarify a thing earlier, like, I I don't want to sound like I'm undermining people's financial situations. No, and to be fair, I've lost thousands of dollars already. Oh, yeah. yeah like, yeah. I'm losing a shit ton of money, and I, I'm devastated, and I hope I can have a full recovery, but it's very scary for me, too. So I'm not I'm not undermining if if you... If you are taking a big financial hit, I'm right there with you, and I feel for you. But yeah. like, let's make the best of this. You How do you think Chris Harrison's feeling? <laughs> He'll be fine, right? Yeah. What is he from, by the way, bef- other than The Bachelor? Was he one of the American Idol guys originally? No, he's been on The Bachelor forever, and then he started taking over Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Oh, great. And that went to dates. I like him a lot as a host. Yeah, he's great. He's, he's getting just, more like, handsome. Perfect, he's like perfect looking. Yeah. He's a perfect, ta- he's a perfect 
show host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I which we're gonna he's end like up a seeing Ryan Seacrest level. Yeah, and when he starts like shit, he sometimes like fucks with the people. You can tell when he doesn't like somebody, and he kind of makes fun of them to their face, and it's pretty funny. Okay, I hope it's, that happens. It's great. Like you can tell he's just like I got to take care of this guy again. And uh, but my last question is like, what's the first thing you're gonna you're gonna what's the first first thing you're looking for other than performing and looking forward to? Um, going to the movies for sure. Movies? The minute they, the day they open movie theaters, uh, which by the way, about an hour outside of Chicago, I forget the name of the town, Mundelein maybe. Uh, they have a drive-in movie theater that's opening May first. I think oh, that's yeah? really sweet oh, because it's like, and they're playing Jurassic Park. I don't know why I'm plugging the place. I'm not even naming yeah. it correctly, but look <laughs> it up. There's a drive-through, drive-in movie theater uh, on the outskirts of Chicago. And um, they're playing Jurassic Park and the Flintstones, my two favorite movies. The live action Flintstones? Yeah. You like the live action <laughs> no, Flintstones? No, I was being sarcastic. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, no, that, no, that would be insane for someone for that to be someone's two the favorite same. movie. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like he's got he's got good taste and insane taste. Yeah. And then I'm like, wait, then you what if I was like, if Flintstones is your favorite one, you're like, no, that's terrible. But I me, like I like Viva Las Vegas. <laughs> Viva Rock Vegas. But Rock Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm amazed that I remember that reference. Yeah. But me and uh, my roommate Joe, uh, we're talking about taking a road trip to go there May 1st. I'll go. Because yeah. it's like, it'd be a blast. I just invited myself, but I'll go. Of course, we were going to invite you. Oh, fuck yeah. But we go like two cars, like four to six people or whatever, and yeah. just watch Jurassic Park Yeah, and drive for an hour. Yeah, right. And, like, I'll give any excuse to do anything at this point. But yeah, go to, going to the movies, like, I'm going to like cry when I get to be like one ticket please sir and i take my seat i'm gonna i'm gonna weep oh my god i can't I, wait to get day drunk at a bar <laughs> really that's yeah, what you miss yeah, i miss i miss drinking at a bar i think i've been getting so and i like i don't encourage this but i've been drinking so much during this pandemic uh just to, like i get so bored when i don't i know and I, and it, it eases my you're the same way you yeah. both have anxiety yeah. and it's eased by alcohol which is not Recommended by, by I would, us I would personally, I would recommend. I'd it, recommend yeah. it for the short term, but like we're going, Jonah and I will be dead by yeah. fifty. Um, no, I think it's like just yeah, just the past the time I've been day drinking. So when I feel like when this clears up, like I'm not even going to want to go to bars. Really, I, I just like the I'm social old. aspect of it. I kind of miss that. I like yeah, like I said, I miss meeting new people for sure. Um, I'm single, obviously, so I miss right, so like you're ready to mingle. <laughs> I've been ready to mingle for a couple months. I'm waiting till L'Oreal Light puts us. I can again. Um, last the last bar I went to, <clears throat> I think I met up with you guys, uh, with uh, at Parrot's Bar. Were you there? You and Joe were yeah, there. Yeah, that was one of my last nights. Out yeah, too. yeah, yeah. So there's this kind of uh, it's like a uh, basement bar in Chicago. It's it's like a fun like little hangout. It's kind of a, it's a dive bar. It's, but a, it's, a, yeah, it's a great, great, great dive I love bar. It, yeah. But the bartender was like, yeah, man. <laughs> He was like, yeah, man. He's like, I've been on the fucking road. He's like a roadie. He's like, I've been on the fucking road. Don't shit. I probably got COVID. Oh, you know, whatever, dude. I got COVID. And I, all I could picture, and he kept putting his hands on my <laughs> lime and squeezing it and put it into my drink. I know. And then I was a little sick after that. I'm like, that motherfucker got me. I, when you're careless like that. I did a show. I was with you at that like bar. he was like sneezing and like, he was, he, maybe he did. I Yeah, looking back at how much people were joking about this now is like infuriating. Because yeah. I didn't joke about it, but I also wasn't scared of it. And then um, soon enough I was terrified of it. But um, the, uh, sorry my fucking alarm is going off. Um, I did a show in Cascade, Wisconsin, which is. That's where they make the soap. 
No. <laughs> I don't think they make anything here. <laughs> yeah. It was except for babies. It was a great great show and um if the people that booked me for it are listening, uh, I I had a great time. I loved it. But it's basically just a giant trailer park. Yeah. But, and like that's fine. That's the way it is. Um and there was a bar on the small really small lake and you walked in and it was like fucking roadhouse or something. It was just like this gritty, oh, fine. crazy bar. And it was like, it, we had a fucking bus. Did they have like a band where they had like um, a fence in front of it? <laughs> Funny for story. People the band throwing... didn't show up. You went up? <laughs> we performed, yeah. Oh, stand this, up. This is the last show I did. Okay. It was yeah, right yeah. before quarantine. Yeah. But I, I was headlining, so I was supposed to do 45 minutes yeah. in this like dive bar in the middle of the trailer park on the lake. And I, I did, and it was great. Uh, with two of, two of my friends, great comedians, Daryl Schmitz, Greg Kennedy. But um, the lady who booked the show, the band didn't show up, and the band was supposed to bring the microphone, so we have no microphones. Oh. So that's always fun. And then we're just waiting for a microphone to show up. We wait an hour. The show starts an hour late. We don't get a microphone. So I did I did a 45-minute <laughs> set without a microphone. But the thing I was going to bring up is this is right before all this happened. This is like in February. You yeah. Know, late February. And um, the lady keeps going... Uh, yeah, we're waiting on the microphone. Also, we're waiting on a bigger crowd. The crowd's not as big tonight. And I was like, oh, don't worry about it. I'm happy to perform for any of any of you folks. Yeah, this is fine. Yeah. And she's like, no, normally it's like twice the size. I was like, oh, really? And she's like, yeah, I don't know where everyone is. Maybe they all died from coronavirus. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> and like, I, I clearly didn't want to joke about it. And, she, and then like, she goes... To, uh, I don't think you heard me. They yeah, all died no, from... She goes to her friend. She goes, you hear what I said, Larry? Maybe everyone died from coronavirus today. And like he, everyone laughed, and yeah. I was like, I don't think this is going to be funny in right. a month. Yeah, and sure enough, I was right. And she was like holding a Corona. <laughs> <laughs> Get it, coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, but that's how much people were just like openly, like kind of mocking this disease. I think it was before just, we knew how bad it was going to be. I think they're just mocking it because they didn't want to. They don't want to realize how how whatever it is. Maybe, but I, like the news wasn't all that scary at that point. You yeah. Know? But from now on, I think the thing we're learning is like, uh, so like pay closer attention to world news because if we had yeah. looked at China and been like, "Oh shit, that's coming for us," yeah, we would have been more prepared. But I think we were just like, "Oh, that's too bad about China," but we're fine. Yeah, but they also <laughs> hit the data. <laughs> China hit the data. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the the listeners, I uh, I told Blake that I guess China hit a lot of data, and then you look, you might have been a little drunk, yeah, and you looked me straight in the eye and you go. China hit the data. <laughs> yeah. That's been a thing. I've, I've and been, it's been an ongoing joke for my life. I like to, anything with, <laughs> whoa, wait, one, two, three, four, five, anything with six syllables you could put into the that Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll do it later on the podcast yeah, tonight. Yeah, like China hit that data. If something comes up organically, I'll do it on the <laughs> podcast tonight. Uh, and I also, my other favorite Corona uh, memory with you is I said something to you. You said something to me, and I said, uh, I said, what, what was that? And then you looked at me straight in the eye and you go, did I stutter? <laughs> Did what I, does that have to do with Corona? I don't know. It's just well because it was during the quarantine. My favorite one, a, a favorite quarantine story. Also, we recommend everybody here if you're kind of bored, you want to hang out, download Jackbox, the one with faking it. Oh yeah, as the episode and the That's Ninja great. Game. Yeah, and then there's a game Hidden uh, in Plain Sight. Hidden in Plain Sight. If you're if you own Switch, it's eight dollars. Hidden in Plain Sight. It's a very fun kind of communal it's a good game. Good way to pass the time in yeah. coronavirus, and it's like it would be fun at no, in, no matter what yeah. time it is. Yeah. And I'm, I'm I'm sad too because eventually we're going to run out of new shows because they're not you creating anything so, right though? now. They're not creating anything right now, and that's the thing too. Is like they're, the Bachelorette to switch it to Bachelor now. The Bachelorette is 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 now is uh, postponed. The taping of that is. And it's weird uh. because they're actually. I noticed that they're actually uh, asking for. Cast, they're doing another casting call, which is interesting to me for the new Bachelorette, and they actually named the Bachelorette. 
because <clears throat> well, they have to because that news is out. But I don't. I don't have know. You ever auditioned to be honest? No, You'd I have be not. Great. Why not? Well, because I, I had this podcast. Oh, I ta- and you have I, a girlfriend too. I guess. <laughs> well, it's more because of the podcast. <laughs> uh, no, because I, um, I've, I've spoken about this on the podcast before. But the same people that hired me for, um, that hired me for the Carbonero effect, uh, they also did the casting for that for Bachelor and Bachelorette. And then if you're like, they claim, I think they're trying to tell me like, you know, you're not kind of what we're looking for <laughs> i but, think you look like you belong on the show I, maybe if i lose like 15 pounds um oh, jesus but I, I was already i was already pretty upset with not getting on real world because i almost got on real world like three times <laughs> did you really? yeah yeah, yeah. I, got, I got a couple final final calls really i almost got flown out to do it i got that what far. do you think you get paid to be on this it must not be much, you don't get man. a lot so the the bachelor the bachelor and bachelor supposedly i think they get like two hundred thousand. Uh, I think it depends on who who they are. Oh, the main person. The main That's person. A ton. Yeah, I don't think the people that are contestants get paid, but the money is afterwards because then, I mean, your social media goes to the roof, so then you get paid for posts. Yeah, I guess. And then it, for, it's just a ladder, basically. Yeah, but I think Bachelor in Paradise. I think they pay you. It's a ladder to quick fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is interesting. Like, like, like I've I've dated people that have been on reality shows, and I've known people. And it is interesting, like how quick that fame is fleeting, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, of course. Well, it's insane. Like them trying to like keep keep on to it. I know it seems. Some people are really smart about it, but some people it's just kind of sad. Somebody sent me a link. Uh, a friend of mine who's a comic, I, I forget who now, but a friend of mine, a female comic, sent me a link to um, uh, Love Is Blind. Yeah, the, the season two casting call. Oh, you can do it. Like I was filling this out. Uh, you should do it because we were joking about the show or something like that. And then I, I was like, yeah. And I like clicked the link and I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> I would be mis- like, it would make me miserable because you have to like get married to someone without looking at them. Yeah. And like really do like I, I we're, we're both anxious people. My anxiety would like I'd yeah. be dead day one. I would have a heart yeah. attack on the first day. I almost got on the wall. With, oh, really? Yeah. With uh, Chris. Uh, uh, God. Uh, a hard, a hard work. Chris, yeah, Chris yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I wanted to get because I wanted to get my mom on because she was like really struggling financially. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna get to the bachelor in a second. This is the longest we've heard. Um, and I, uh, I sent in a video or I sent in an application. I totally forgot about it. And then uh, they called me, and then I had to do a couple casting calls. And then the the casting director called me specifically and said, you know, we really like you, but you we need to have a tape of your mom. Um, I think you're gonna be fine. Like you have a good story, I, you know. I told my mom's story. I had a good story. Uh, if you want to know that story, um, for the listeners, you can go back to the one-offs, which I'm very proud of. But um, and then fucking Chris Harwood got me tooed, and the show got canceled. Oh right, yeah. And like weirdest me too there was because he immediately got all his jobs back. Yeah, except He's for like the only one to quickly recover from it. Well, not really, because the nurse went down. But didn't the nurse go down separate of that? Maybe. But he lost the show. And also, I feel like the nurse is still around. He's just not a part of it. That might be true. I think he lost the show, though. The show's he no lost longer. Talking Dead and all that yeah. shit. And I'm not a fan of Chris Harbrook's, really. Like, no. I don't. I have nothing against him, but I don't, you know, I don't seek him out on yeah. anything. I remember from Singled Out. Oh, I did, too. Uh, which I loved. But, great show. Um, I never, you know, whatever. He's not, not someone I, like, thought of as, like, a great guy, but, like, that... Him getting outed was immediately like turned backwards. Yeah, which was just so odd. And he's—it's the only one that got like reversed. Yeah. Well, and Z's kind of did. Z's did. No, I think he—he's still considered a 
really? bad guy in some yeah. circles. Okay. And you know, like who am I to say one way or the other? I know I've I've read the, the your audience, <laughs> you son of a gun. Um, but you know what I really like, and what I'm a big fan of. This new season of The Bachelor. Me too. Can we talk about it? Yeah, yeah. Did we do an hour pre No, we did 30 minutes. <laughs> um, uh, that's that's the most... Uh, I'm sorry, Nancy. So Nancy's a, a person that uh, reviewed us once and said that we only talk about The Bachelor 30% of the time. So anytime we do asides, we always say, sorry, Nancy. Okay, sorry, Nancy. But then she she's so sweet that she gave us a four star, and then she went back and rated us a five star because Uh-oh. we switched from 30% to 40%. Thanks, Nancy. I'm going to bring you down at Do least people, a couple stars. When, yeah, I know a lot. People are going to hate me. <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, they already, I've already gotten emails. No, you No, I haven't yet. It's, it hasn't been uh, long enough. Uh, I'm the first male co-host, right? Do, yeah, yeah, which is a weird dynamic. Um, yeah. I'm used to just, I'm, I'm used to gabbing, and I can't really gab with you. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but that, when Nancy wrote that, then we had like, we had... A few people write reviews afterwards saying, fuck Nancy and all this shit. They were like going after her. It was kind of fun. Jeez, feeling like real special, you know. We appreciate you, Nance. Yeah, no, everybody's great. Uh, everybody's great. I love everybody here. Um, but how did you feel about episode two, week two? Uh, I thought it was so much easier to uh, digest. Yeah. Is that the right word? Like um, season one or episode one um, – there were so many characters that it was almost like I meant to bring this up in, in the early episodes, but um, there's a term called like red shirt, I think, and okay. it's for like Star Trek, and it's like a person who you know is going to die, yeah, because they're just they're like wearing the red shirts, okay, like they're wearing. I think that's it. Correct me if if it's a different uh, color in the comments, but it it basically like the I don't main, think we have a lot of Star Trek fans. <laughs> the main characters were like blue. And then a red shirt was like just a crew member. So okay. if you saw a guy in a red shirt, you knew he was going to die. Mm-hmm. And on the first, like when Ric Flair would wear red pants, shorts, he'd always would lose. That's it, a wrestling. <laughs> Sorry, it's, we went to true? wrestling. Yeah, so he'd oh. always, if he wore blue suits, uh, shorts, he was getting it over. If he wore red shorts, he would he'd always lose. Oh, weird. Yeah, but this was just like a term to like describe like secondary characters who like you knew weren't going to last for future episodes, so you don't need to get too attached right. to them or whatever. And I feel like the first episode of Bachelor had a bunch of those. Yeah. Like, where you're like, there's no way. Like the bald guy. Yeah, you're like, who the fuck is this guy? There's like, he didn't get to say a word, so there's no way yeah. I'm going to have to like keep getting to know him, you know? Yeah. And then once episode two hit, I was like, boom, we got some relationships yeah. going. We yeah. got some storylines. A little bit of drama. A little bit of drama. Definitely a lot of drama. Yeah. And like think people kind of like switching their, my perception of them changed a lot. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, now we got a fucking TV show on our hands. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, now we go, baby. Yeah. And it was easy to follow. I, I feel like I didn't really do a great job with the first episode, like understanding it all. But episode two, I was all in. It's Loved a it. lot because there's a lot of shit going on. And they just kind of throw all of these characters at you and almost I'll right say away. It made me excited for episode three, too. Yeah, me too. I'm like, excited. I'm lot, excited for the season. A lot of uh, good build I think it was a great episode of reality yeah. TV. I will say that there are spinoffs. They've kind of dropped the ball on a lot of them. I love Bachelor in Paradise, which is a very similar. Um, it's a very similar show, but they're all like in Mexico. They're having a good time, and they're all just like previous conte- contestants. But then they did, they did Bachelor Games, and it was like uh, Olympics type thing, and they all had to do dumb games, and it was it was a fucking bomb for me. But this has been amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And yeah. I, I like these people that think they're great singers, and they sing, and they're really bad, and that's fun for me, too. It got me in. Some of them, I think, are good singers. Some of them are great. We'll talk about the performances. Yeah. <laughs> well, I well, mixed, mixed feelings on the performances. I know you have, uh, you don't like, because we, in our first episode, we listened to a few people's songs. We kind of talked about them a little bit. 
I don't like his music, but I feel like out of anybody, we find out that Sheridan is probably one of the more true artists. Who's the guy with the beard and the long hair that lives in his car? For I long? always thought Sheridan had a great voice, even yeah. from episode one, but I just don't like him he's at all. One, yeah, but he's the only one, like, we open up to him writing. He writes and, and plays his guitar. He seems like he's consistently working on it. I will say he's growing on me. And if yeah. you remember, the earlier, I didn't like him because he named his car, which I think is a total dork What move. was it again? Sheila, I yeah, think. Yeah, something like that. Whatever it is, like, don't name your car, right. please. Yeah. You're, grown, a, lot of you're rings. a grown man. Don't name your car. That's He's like got too many rings. What like what are you a sitcom character? You know, yeah. like what people don't actually do that, right? Yeah. And then um You think people are like, Well, Jordan's got six rings. He's like, Well, I got eight. <laughs> Wait, what does that mean? Because he always he has every oh. finger has a ring on it. <laughs> He's got so many rings. He's got more than eight. He's got like eight on like one finger. I know. But no, I just don't like. He's just I, nothing against him. He just seems like someone I would not like in in person. But I have grown to like him a bit, and I think yeah. I rated him a zero on on personality. Where's he at now? Half. He's a two. He's a two because I I sympathize with him. He's a. I think he's a kind-hearted person. You, you fall for girls that like other people. Uh, no, that's not really a running. <laughs> wait, don't make assumptions <laughs> about what I. <laughs> um. No, I think he's just he's too sweet for his own good, and he can't help that he's like a dork. Yeah, you know he is a fucking dork. Very talented singer though. I yeah. think, I always thought his voice was good. I always give him credit for that. You think he was in choir in oh, high school? Sure. I yeah. feel like they all must have been right. You think so? I was in chorus in high school, and I <laughs> listened to the way I. You in chorus? Yeah. Were you in a chorus line? I was in. Uh, they call it. This is so funny. They call it boys' chorus when you're a freshman. And you yeah. know what they call it when you're a sophomore? What? Men's chorus. <laughs> so that's so that's like our bar mitzvah. Yeah. <laughs> it's between 14 and 15. So you're saying what a difference a year makes. Yeah. And then there's swing choir. And like I wanted to be in all of them, but I, I like barely made it through boys' chorus. <laughs> really? Where the, I would be like, I'm nailing this. And my teacher would be like, someone over here is flat. And then he, <laughs> he would take like five of us and be like, you five sing. And then he'd be like, it's one of you five. And then he'd be like, you three sing. <laughs> he'd be like, it's definitely one of you three. And it would always be me. Yeah. <laughs> I have no pitch. Uh, I I think I, I was a good singer for a little bit. I think I can be at the song is right, you know? Yeah. I'd kill it at karaoke. Do you? But What's I your adore, choice? Uh, Faithfully by Journey. <laughs> <laughs> and Strange Magic by ELO. That's a little bit of a weirder okay. song. And, um, so you're saying you should have tried out for this show? Uh, you play bass. I think if I had stuck with it and I gotten like voice lessons, I I had a talent for singing. But then you know you, you get into college, you start smoking cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. You start smoking weed every day, and it's yeah. like, that's it. When you sing, do you get rid of this disgusting nasally voice of yours? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some people you know have beautiful singing voices and uh, terrible speaking voices. I have terrible both. <laughs> You're not gonna like it. Um so we see so we see Sheridan and he's writing and then we cut to Bree and Chris who are is basically the, the the main couple of these groups right now that are like coupled up. Can't say enough nice things about those two. They seem very nice. But oh I my God. but um we found out that that uh Chris hasn't been in a, a relationship in three years. So he's a little reasonable. nervous. How old is he? Twenty late twenties? Chris? Chris yeah. is, um, sorry, we're looking up, he's 30. I think that's perfectly reasonable. Yeah. Taking time in your late 30s to not be in something serious, I think that's actually wise of him. 
You think so? Mm-hmm. You think he's been like, do you think he's getting any action in those three years? Like he's talking to girls? Probably. He yeah. plays piano well. and He does. I mean, who doesn't get action sometimes, you know, unless you don't want to. If you're purposely. Do you think a few people, when you said that out loud, they go, me. <laughs> Some people listening. <laughs> Listen, if you're not getting action, look me up, baby. <laughs> what was your phone number again? Uh, it's 847 uh, I, I hope somebody calls you. <laughs> don't edit, don't edit that out. <laughs> I'm not going to. <laughs> I I will I will pause it and I'll say and that was six four seven. I'll be like, is this a tax collect <laughs> or a pedals and pricks fan? <laughs> um, so I I feel like like I just feel like Chris is gonna get his heart broken though. By Bree, I think so. I don't think so. This Bree feel, seems like a heartbreaker. You know what I realized about these two and people like criticize these shows because it's like no one ever falls in love that that quick or no one ever has chemistry like that that quick it's like yes they do have you lived yeah, yeah. we've all had i've fallen in love with someone after i'm like falling in love few... with you right now <laughs> but really like you sometimes it's not like uh a true thing it's just like fleeting yeah or it's it's one-sided that happens a lot yeah <laughs> for me it's usually my side <laughs> um, how many times have you confessed your love to somebody and they said what was your name again <laughs> i uh i do <laughs> or they, they go, I appreciate that, Ben. Thank you. Oh, man. That, no, that's never happened. That I, that would truly break my heart. Have you fall, Have you had, like, have you fallen in love with somebody, like, in high school or that you, like, never really talked to? That seems like a very high school thing to do. E, I, not I, in I, love. I, did, I, sure. I had, like, fake relationships almost where I was just, that like. That seems worse. Well, it wasn't, like, love, love, but I was, like, we would be the best couple if I could just work up the nerve to talk to <laughs> And I never did. Yeah. And then that's kind of funny being in your 30s and like looking at what, being like, oh yeah, what, what are they up to now? And they have like the weirdest lives and you're like, oh, thank fucking yeah, Christ. Yeah, I yeah, didn't, yeah. <laughs> I didn't pursue it. But you never know. Maybe maybe our lives would have been better together. Maybe. I didn't have any courage dating wise till like junior year of college, even uh, a little bit. Oh, me too, for sure. And then I had too much <laughs> courage for many <laughs> years and now I've sort of met a middle. Curve. So you, you flattened the curve finally. I, <laughs> Yeah, the curve has been flat. Okay, that's good. Um, so, so we kind of see that couple work out, and it seems like everybody's rooting for them, which mm-hmm. seems like this is going to be foreshadowing for them not working out. That's kind of what happens. You think? I don't know. I don't know how these shows work. I don't see like the patterns that yeah. you maybe see, but I think they're so pure, and it doesn't feel like I was saying earlier. Like some people are know they're on a reality show yeah. and play it up. These two feel like there could not be a camera on them. It could just be yeah. the two of them in the middle of a guitar center. <laughs> <laughs> after hours. Yeah. After- <laughs> you guys can close up and later. And they're honestly a good-looking couple. Like, they yeah, look good they, together they to me. Yeah, they definitely Bree are Bree is good-looking. gorgeous. And, yeah. like, I said on the first episode I didn't like her because she's from Utah, which, you know, I feel bad saying. <laughs> but I just, I, there's a book called Under the Banner of Heaven. Quick, th- I'll make this real short. Sorry, Nancy. One of my favorite books ever by uh, John Krakauer, who wrote um, Into Thin Air. Okay. About climbing Mount Everest. Yeah. And Into the Wild 2, I believe, is by him. Not the first one, but the second. Into the Wild 2. No. What do you mean the second? You said said Into the Wild 2. Oh, I know. I know what. Yeah. It's him in heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert. He dies. Uh, No, he writes all uh, nonfiction about, usually about um, like heavy subjects. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he has a couple about just you know people in nature, like climbing Mount Everest is yeah. into thin air, which is, uh, if you haven't read that book, it's amazing. Under the Banner of Heaven is one of his lesser known books, and it's about the Mormon church and people in Utah, and uh, like these awful men who have like multiple wives, and like yeah. 
no uh no knocking on um what is it poly- polygamy yeah no knock on that if that's your lifestyle choice fine they, they, these are corrupt men that are like taking complete advantage of women so utah so kind of like the documentary clean flicks uh is that I, about- i'm gonna interrupt you I'll, I'll tell you about that is it, is I don't it know it's a documentary that. where like um the mormons in utah um they cleaned up all the pg-13 r-rated movies to basically edit all that out and they called it clean flicks and they like they, it got really huge but then Ooh. they found out that that guy was running like a pedophile ring underneath the basement yeah they're like terrible people. so yeah i get I, I have the whole state of utah <laughs> no, it's fine. in like a bad uh mindset in my mind so that's why i prejudged brie but now i sort of i think she's very sweet you think she's very and sweet very very beautiful what do you think she has in her basement i think it's usually the men that are up to no good the women are usually like servants to uh so like she has needlepoint i don't know she seems like she's well adjusted i know yeah, she seems great she does seem really great, Hopefully but it is. But it is creepy that she's, she's from Provo, which is a major city. Uh, I don't know much about Utah, but Salt Lake City and yeah. Provo seem like they're, they're a little bit more normal. But she seems like the aunt that's just is acting like the mom the whole time. That's what we saw in the opening credit with her. Yeah, but not on the date. Yeah, that's true. did you get aunt vibes from her on the date? No, I think but she like the aunt, like she'd be a fun date. Yeah, she's, if you or she I were great. out with her, we would get along with her. I think. I mean, like, I mean, she'd fall in love with me and hate you, but like, yeah, she's great. <laughs> Uh, no, she seems. She Chris seems great. too, I think, is a is like a delightful date. Like they're he seems like, like giggling, such a nice guy. they're clearly like crushing on each other, and yeah. then they sing together, and they like admit they're falling in love with each other. It's like yeah. it felt real to me. Yeah, and I've had like shit like that, you know, like earlier in my life. Yeah, I've been like the second or third date, be like, I'm like falling for you, and like I'm falling for you too. And like, yeah. Oh my god. And then three weeks later, you're like, you break up. It's not working. Out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This isn't for me. But that doesn't mean that it's not true love. True love can be very short lived. I think. Yeah, I think it's more like it's more of an attraction at first. But I think there's a chem- there's an attraction that comes first, then a chemistry. Yeah, and I think tr- when people say true love, they think like a lifetime of true love. It's like that's incredibly rare. Right. That's like most of us will never really get that. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, not to be grim, but mo- most <laughs> yeah. relationships end. Ninety nine point nine percent of. Listen, them if end. you live through this pandemic, just know that you're never going to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. You can be happy on your own. You don't need yeah. a boyfriend or girlfriend. But I think uh, you can have true love that's very short-lived. The movie Once, for example. Spoiler alert. Oh God, doesn't work the only good thing about Once is the soundtrack. What? Once is a beautiful movie. I'll rewatch it. Oh, man. Yeah, we completely disagree there. I think that's beautiful. And that's about a short-lived love based on a romance, which might be what Bree and Chris have in store for them. Do you think we're going to hear Once songs? I didn't even think about that till just now. Oh, Falling Fastly or whatever? Yeah. Oh, that'd be a great duet. If you have not seen this movie once, if you like the music they've been playing That's on the show, good quick sidebar. Go go look at go look at their soundtrack. They won an Oscar. Did it? Mm-hmm. It's great. great and they soundtrack. got they famously got cut short and then John Stewart said, No, 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 come out here and finish your speech. Really? John Stewart was hosting the Oscars idea. Oh, that's great. I like John Stewart. Um, um he's not that fun to hang out with. We should talk but... at some point. John Stewart, did you oh, hang out with him? Yeah, it's a couple times. <laughs> Weird. Um, we should talk about what duets we want to hear. This yeah, we should. Yeah, we should. So have far, that. I've mixed reviews. I feel like we're going to hear a shit ton of John Mayer, a lot of Mraz, and a lot of uh, A Star is Born. What a picture by Kid Rock and Sheryl Crow. You need to leave right now. Why? You just you want to hear a Kid Rock song? Wait, that song's fine. A- Fine. That song is. I, I really. I probably like Kid Rock less than anyone, and yeah. that song is a masterpiece. 
masterpiece. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's hard to believe it's even him. He like really sings on it. Yeah, it is, a and good it's song. a great, great I love great Cheryl song. Crow. I love Cheryl Crow. Um, was that one of your fake relationships? <laughs> Yeah, I met her. I met her for five minutes, and I, I was like, "This is love, baby." And yeah. then she got her in her private jet and flew in. I will say, Chris seems like the guy who's like, uh, he's like, "Yeah, uh, I'll come over on five. And then he shows up at five four fifty five, and he's got like a case of beer, and he's like, it "And then seems like and you're, you're like, being you racist, want- right? Now. How how so? <laughs> shows up fifty five minutes late? No, 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 no. I said he's he's I'll be there at five, and he shows up at four fifty five. Oh, four fifty five. Okay, yeah, with like I a guess. case of beer, and then you know, you guys only drink two of them, and then you're like, "Take your beer." And he goes, "No, you have it." <laughs> uh, he seems like one of those guys. That just a long-winded way of saying he seems like a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, I agree. No, you're like this is like a good guy, you know? Yeah, he seems like a, a selfless person. Yeah, he seems like the guy that people break up with him because he's too nice. Maybe, yeah, yeah. But, but again, like first relationship in three years, he might not really know what he's doing yeah. quite yet. Yeah, he might yeah. not know what he's in store for. What, what he's in store for? What? Uh, well, we're in store. For, we're in got. store for the story. Uh, and then we see Chris uh, Harrison finally comes out, and uh, I noticed something with Chris this time. He's wearing a cool jacket, <laughs> which he's usually in a suit of some sort. <laughs> This time he comes out with like a cool little leather jacket. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I noticed leather? that. Leather? Oh, I think it, I don't know if it was leather, maybe it was vinyl, but it was like a cool jacket. And I was like, this guy's like, you think these motherfuckers are cool? Harrison's cool. And he's trying to like <laughs> Cuz he's hanging out what with musicians. What if a girl just gives a rose to Chris one episode? I'm waiting for that. If I'm I waiting. was a lady on the show, I would do that just as a joke. Yeah. You got to. You have to. Especially, the this, this show's been around for like 15 years now. Yeah. I'm sure it's happened before. Really? Yeah. You would As know. a joke. Well, I mean, they just probably don't show it. Um, so, basically, he comes out, and uh, he's proven to them that he might be in his 40s, but he's still fucking. He can hang. I can hang. We can hear you texting on the on thing, by the way. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, turn your... Turn, just to turn on silent. Um, you, yeah. And then... Okay, so then Jamie gets a date card, and uh, she chooses to go Trevor... Uh, which is uh, the other guy, the guy that's been on um, uh, American Idol, mm-hmm. Trevor, who we listened to his one of his songs, and he was the Instagram love song guy. Oh, yeah. Fuck that song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, they get to go to Venice Beach and hang out with the homeless people. Comment if you're watching if you like that song. Yeah. Because I, I would imagine a lot of people did. I, I was just very annoyed by it. I think it. they ironically like it. He, yeah. Part of his song is what I could filter see that are you in a hit amongst like idiots? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like twenty-one-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I had a I had a friend, one of my friends, one of my closest friends, was in a band, and he gave me a, his album, and it was all acoustics, and he had the song called Jessica, and it was just about like. Every time he meets a girl named Jessica, he won't stop thinking about this girl. And he's afraid that every t- he goes, uh, and he had a whole part about scrolling past the J's. <laughs> <laughs> and I was 21 when I heard that song, and I was like, "Jimmy, this is brilliant. <laughs> this is the. I mean, this has got to be. If this doesn't make it, I don't know. This is the best best song I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and I'm sure if I listen to it now, I'd be like." This is just this is just terrible. You asked me about my songwriting yeah. for women. Did you especially? look it up? No, but I, one dawned on me after you asked this one specific lyric. It was the chorus of a song. What? How'd it go? 
Um, You're gonna this is really this is the first time I've ever admitted this. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I don't remember the melody really, but it was I was really into like post punk. Okay. And like uh, like pop punk is that what post punk is? Uh, like Blink One Eighty Two, yeah. I guess. Like yeah, but pop punk where it's yeah. just like they're not really punk, but they're like yeah. punk inspired. Yeah. Um, so like Sugar Cult. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, the the chorus was something along the lines of uh, "Don't fall for his charms, fall into my arms." Oh my God, that's brilliant! <laughs> and the whole song was about uh, I'm naming this podcast that some like phony guy hitting on a girl and be like, "I'm the I'm the one who really loves you." <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was deciding whether or not to tell you that part, but I'm, I'm so few, happy that you did. I'm a few white clothes in. Uh, did you when you wrote that line? Where you did you put your? I think I wrote the whole song, but that's the only part. I no, I know that. But when you wrote that line, did you put your paper down, your pen down, and then you kind of sat back in your chair and you're like, "That's the best thing I'll ever do." I honestly thought like this will be a hit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not for me, but like I could give it to Newfound Glory. <laughs> <laughs> I could give it to like Ben Queller. I was a huge oh, Ben Queller fan. Oh, did that- you like the Bens? The Ben, Ben but... Queller, Ben Lee, and Ben. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, the first Ben Queller album, especially, was like so impactful for me. Yeah, that That's cigarette song, "Wasted right? and Ready," is on it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Shasha, Shasha is the name of the album. Yeah, and Shasha is the opening track. I, I do miss listening to that music. Harry That's why I'm excited about. Song. That's probably why I'm really excited about this because I can like pretend to not like this music but really secretly love it yeah some yeah. of it I'm, I'm actually enjoying it this yeah is anyways that's a little sidebar about my that's my that, poetry can we only talk about that <laughs> that's <laughs> i'll write i'll write the song and sing it then for the yeah. finale i'm so excited um so jamie gets a date card she chooses trevor and they go to venice beach mm-hmm. which is like their budget's so slow right now because later on one of their dates is like you guys are going to guitar center yeah that was and they say like i think chris says uh guitar center's like where every musician just looks forward to going to, and it's like, no, we don't. And then he goes, <laughs> yeah, but the, like, but he goes specifically this one. Yeah, is like, it's just like I hate when they do product placement and make the contestants do the product placement for them. Oh my god! Last season, they all went to Cleveland, and it was like for a ten minute steak. Everyone's like, Cleveland's so much better than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> and they kept, they kept talking no about. No one has ever said that. Yeah, they're like, Dude, Cleveland's beautiful. People either are like, that sucked, or they're like, eh. Yeah, or they go like, well, it's where I'm from. Yeah. Like that's what they say. They're like, can we go to Columbus now? Yeah. So then we find out. Okay, so then they're they have to sing and beg for money, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we find out that Jamie doesn't like singing in front of of crowds, <laughs> which I think if you're gonna be a singer, that should be trait number one. Yeah. And then also not know, which we talked about last episode, what arrangements are. Two mm-hmm. and three, you gotta learn how to put on your 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 your, your blush. She's so young that she it's, just doesn't know what the hell's up. Yeah, she. I mean, we listen to her music, and she's. Did we listen to her music? Does Jamie? We're talking about the twenty-one yeah. year old. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I um, forget if she had something. I don't think she has anything on Spotify yet. I thought she did, but yeah, she's. I mean, she's definitely like. I I I I I think with the other. With the John Mayer song, she did well. Here, not so well. Do you think she really doesn't like performing in front of crowds, or it's a sort of thing where she she's like wants, playing coy? She wants to be encouraged. Yeah, probably. Be like, don't <laughs> like the Saturday Night Live skit where Chris Evans like, don't make me sing, <laughs> and it's like, no one is making you sing. She's like, nobody make me sing, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. and then she, of course she ends up singing. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, and so, so basically, he has to like. So Trevor has to like baby her the whole time, and I think that's a good part of a duo is that one person has to always convince the other person that they're good. I guess. And don't going- worry. And Blake, I think you're doing great. <laughs> I think this, I think this podcast is going well. I don't think anybody's worth oh, saying. Where, where's Kristen? That's where you're going with that. <laughs> no, no, no. I think. Um, I, I are they going for too much of like a movie plot with these? I don't know too much. Like every time, because it's like it's like come on, come and sing with me. It's like the scene from Star Wars Born, which yeah. like, it's like trust me. Yeah, yeah. Come out on stage, and then that's literally like the most iconic moment from the movie, yeah. arguably. But uh, that's probably the part everyone remembers the most. Yeah, they want that like that Lady Gaga coming out moment. Yeah, yeah. Where she's like, "Come on, you really can't sing. Go ahead." And then she's yeah. like, "All right, ah, I'm the fish." Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like you were ready to sing the whole time. You were right. just doing all this dramatic shit. Also, in the movie, he's like, "I wrote the song to your lyrics." He heard the lyrics once. He memorized all of it. He wrote a whole different song, and she knows all the new See, lyrics. That's another people. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fair point. That was a little, was a little insane. But I think that isn't that far-fetched because that's what people do in, like, improvised, like, jam sessions all the time. Yeah. Is being like, follow my lead. And, like, here's the chorus. And then if you're a good musician, you're supposed to remember it and do it. Yeah. It's it's a little far-fetched, but it's not like people people were criticizing that. And it's like, no, when I played music, I would have to learn a song within 30 seconds all the time. Okay, that's true. I I shouldn't argue with the person that wrote the lyric, don't fall for his charm, fall into these arms. Yeah. You're right. I was yeah. I'm gonna actually write the song now. I'm inspired. You should name that. You should name your album that. <laughs> Don't fall for their charm. Yeah, fall I have into a comedy arms. album on iTunes called Atlantis, and I'm gonna have a um, music album coming out called Don't Fall These Arms. <laughs> My Arms. <laughs> <laughs> um, so while this date is happening, and also I thought, which was pretty funny, uh, is that uh, yet again they have a camera on them. They're singing in public. They're both very hot, and maybe three old ladies are watching them. <laughs> right. But then, but then yeah. they go to the. Then they have to like. She's collecting the cash, and she has a fucking stack of singles. Yeah. I think the producers like just put has some money in there. And, yeah, of course. Yeah. And then I looked at one of them. It had uh, it had uh, Chuck E. Cheese on it. <laughs> Did it really? No, it didn't have that. <laughs> and they had some pink. There's some pink fifties in there. <laughs> Of course they can't be like, well, we didn't make any money, but we had a good time. Like, they have to be like, okay, yeah. made it. $10,000. <laughs> Do you think they took the money away from them? And they're like, we got to buy more candles. I think, like, the second assistant director was like, I have, like, 12 singles on me. And they're like, put it in there, Greg. <laughs> and then they're like, those are Greg's. Just make sure. To get it. <laughs> right. I wonder why everything had a GS on it. <laughs> I was like, that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> um, but while this is happening, we have our first drop in, Natasha. Natasha is 33 from yeah. New York and says she just wanted, wants to meet a baby daddy. Mm-hmm. And she comes in. Uh, and, well, and, I think she wants to do more than that. Yeah. She wants to stir the fucking pot. Which we had a little joke about this before we started, but then she's just like, oh, what's your name? She goes, oh, it's this person, that person, this person. Oh, and then uh, Jamie and Trevor are on a date. And she goes, wait, Trevor? That's not. <laughs> Trevor from American Idol, is it? It would make sense if it was like, even like Blake or Jonah would make more sense because it's more obscure name. One of my best buddies' name is Matthias. I only have met like one Matthias in my life. Yeah. I'd be like, is it Matthias from American Idol? Yeah. I'd be like, that adds up. 
You're Trevor like, oh. is like the oh, one sure. of the most common. <laughs> and a singer named Trevor that's probably been on American Idol. That is uh, that's yeah. like fifty to choose from. It's really crazy that she guessed. <laughs> is it right. Trevor from American Idol? Yeah. It almost felt like the they were and then like she's like I know his friend. It's like it was all lined up. Yeah, it, it felt like she like the the people were like it's uh, Jamie, and then they started going, and then sure, and they go Trevor, Trevor for like they like finished their or here's a hypothetical. Maybe she was like on set, they're about to debut her, and then she's just looking over the shoulder some cameraman who's got like the cast yeah. photos out, and she's like it's Trevor, I know him. Yeah, and then so she's like wait Trevor. Is it the specific Trevor that I know yeah, right. and am friends with his ex? Yeah. Like, she she must have been prepped for that. Otherwise, she would that would be insane to ask. Yeah. And then she's like, isn't that right, uh, Bree from Provo, Utah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like, uh, wait a minute. Uh, Amber? <laughs> Amber from American Idol? It's like she guesses that for every name. Yeah, right. It's like Ed, there's been 20 seasons of American Idol now, right? There's been a lot. Yeah. At this point, there's probably they've probably covered every name. Yeah. And like, like, why would you guess that? It's like Trevor and Kelly's like Kelly Clarkson <laughs> from American Idol. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, it's not. Yeah, Simon from American Idol. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's that the weakest and, uh, link lady from yeah. the weakest link. It's like that, and then she's on a date with Ben. Wait, Ruben stuttered from American <laughs> Idol. No, I said Ben. Yes, Ruben. <laughs> yeah, is it Clay? <laughs> yeah, they go. Uh, um, yeah, uh, it, it. Yeah, Trevor. Or, yeah, uh, Jamie's on a date. Oh, I'm sorry, my knee's kind of aching right now. Clay Aiken. From American, <laughs> from American, from American Idol, and then she's instantly like, "Oh, well, I know his ex girlfriend, and that boy is a cheater. He cheated, he cheated, he cheated, he cheated, he cheated." Yeah, shame on her. And then she's like, "I don't want to spread any rumors." And then she went to every single person. He cheated, he cheated. I he wonder cheated. what our listeners think about this because I hated that. Yeah, because I did it's too. like we all have been in relationships where things don't go quite right, and the last thing you would want is for a friend of your ex. To show up and start speaking out a turn about things they don't really know about, right? To your like peers and like new friends and potentially yeah. new like lovers, it's like what the hell? I know that's his worst nightmare. Yeah, and that's not her place. I don't think. Yeah, you- I get her pulling him aside, but she should have just done that and not been like, "Here's a story to every woman here." Yeah. And also, she turns out she wasn't even accurate, according to him. Right. It was emotional cheating. It was. It was. Not and that's physical. a huge difference. She said, that's arguably worse. And as she said that, I threw my remote control at the TV and said, no, it isn't. Is that why it's in the TV right now? <laughs> How could you... I mean, I get her point, I guess, but like, it's not worse. Yeah. Yeah. It's Would you be like... Maybe been, tied. Yeah. And then she's like, yeah, um, well, he emotionally cheated, and that's a lot worse. And then the person is like, I agree it is a lot worse. I mean, my ex-girlfriend uh, cheated, and then I got chlamydia, but that is definitely a lot worse. <laughs> well, it's like, I would hope that there's a little bit of emotion involved with physical cheating, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, it's yeah. not just like, oh, I, I met like Ugh. a hot prostitute. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, when is, it, when is like physical sex not at least a little bit emotional? Right. It always is, unless know. you're like a sociopath. Yeah. And it just so happened. It's just too. I think sometimes with these reality shows, it's just like too like coincidental. Like while that's happening, uh, we cut to Trevor and Jamie having a conversation, and then he's talking about his ex and how it lasted too long. And yeah, he, didn't he almost hurt. tells the full truth. 
Yeah, but then he like clearly doesn't. But here's the other thing I wanted to talk to you about is like if you met a really great lady yeah. and then I was like, Jonah, just so you know, she cheated on her ex boyfriend, what would you say to I, me? I'd be like, Oh, I cheated on my ex girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I've never really been like a cheater. I've been the th- You've yeah. never cheated. Honestly, Everybody cheats somehow. I'm not what, saying I still don't understand are. the emotional cheating right. thing, which I maybe have been guilty of. Or like maybe just I've been too close with somebody. Yeah, or like consider like leaving yeah. my the person I'm dating for someone else. I've done that, but I don't think I physically have cheated. I was raised Catholic and you like never like like in when I say maybe like cheated, I'm generally someone. talking about college. Like you've never I didn't been really have in a bad relationship, and then okay. I, I almost purposely didn't have girlfriends in college because I was still so shy. So I was. Can just, I be honest with you? Is that what you told yourself? <laughs> I was just so happy that any girl would like kiss me, yeah. <laughs> you know, or like anytime I would like have a physical relationship with lady, I would be like, I can't believe this is happening, and yeah. like, I'm not going to jinx it. Yeah. And then after college, I was like all dating. Yeah, yeah. But no, high school and college, I didn't. I feel like everybody has cheated at some part. I mean, Maybe I guess. Maybe not slept with somebody, but, like, at least you kiss somebody. I don't, I can't, I've only, like, bet, I, in, see, that's the thing, is, like, I bet there are women out there that maybe think that we were in a relationship when I didn't. Okay. And maybe vice versa, even, too. Yeah, yeah. But I, in my mind, I have had, like, three girlfriends. Yeah. And that's probably fucked up because... I, because you've only had two. Other people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you have just seen my life unfold, some people would be like, no, you had, like, 12 girlfriends. Right. But if I'm not actually dating someone, I don't consider it cheating. Right. Until we're yeah, saying, I think that's, uh, until we're saying I love you. Is that fair? No. Okay. Then I've, te- <laughs> then I've cheated a bunch. Okay. <laughs> then until I've cheated, I say I love you? Then I've cheated on everyone. I think until you say I love you, you're not... No, I think until you like say you're boyfriend and girlfriend. I don't... I say uh, you're my girlfriend now. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's usually the first date. <laughs> and then they, <laughs> and they, they run off. Yeah. And they go, I just shook your hand and I just said hi. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love you. I go, I'm your boyfriend. You're my girlfriend. I love you. <laughs> I'll never cheat on you. And they, <laughs> and they run off. Yeah. Um, no, and I and then know. you go, oh, you I'm smell not trying Sarah. to like pat myself on the back. I was just raised very religious. Yeah. So like, and we talked about this in the last episode, too. Yeah. I think like I can't steal. Yeah, you can't. And I can't like covet. Uh, neighbor's wife <laughs> like all that shit like stays with me that's weird because i stolen a lot and i've cheated like if if that makes me look like a bad person <laughs> if um and i've seen somebody's life escape from their eyes <laughs> kidding no kidding if one of my friends is dating a girl that i previously was like obsessed with like looks wise i'm immediately not like into them anymore yeah okay like i could never friend stab a friend in the back and i could never really actually cheat on someone that I have... But you could stab a stranger. <laughs> I stab strangers <laughs> as every chance I get. So, okay, so... We went off on a tangent there. What no, but no, because this is, this is, all, oh, on, emo- this is all on subject, because yeah. it's about emotional... Mm. So they come back from their date, right? <clears throat> and they seemingly, they seemingly they had a good date, uh, and, and instantly... Trevor is like, hey, uh, Natasha, what's your name? She goes, Natasha, we need to talk. Yeah. We met before. And She's he's just you looking to cause trouble. Do you think he's giving that look like, shit, I know who this is, and... Uh, and she's like, we've met before. And he's like, fuck, I know how. Please don't say it. Or do you think he legitimately is like... I think he doesn't know. I, don't, I agree with you. I don't think that's too. And I don't really believe that she's close friends with his ex-girlfriend. Right. A, because they're in, they're L.A. People. Like, yeah. <laughs> like aspiring celebrities, so they don't have real friendships at all. Right. And... No, I mean, honestly, it 
I think a switch happens in people's heads where they're like, okay, I get it. I'm on a reality show. There's only going to be like two standouts of the show that yeah. people remember beyond this. People watching casually will like yeah. latch on to a couple people because they're be either person. terrible or great. Right. Usually terrible yeah. are the memorable ones. And then it's like, uh, okay, I have a chance to be in the spotlight of this show that millions of people are watching. So right. I'm going to... This is my one little angle. Fine, I'll take it. Let's right. go. And it's like not a good angle, but no, it's all she's got. I know. And uh, you don't cheat. I mean, has anybody ever been like confronted you when you first start dating somebody and is like, you need to tell them the truth about this? Well, I'll tell you this. And like, it sounds like I'm sort of, I don't know what it sounds like, but I have never been the one to cheat, uh-huh. but I have been the third person man okay the 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 secret man yeah like more times than i'd like to admit and i don't know maybe that's just like i think it's like a personality flaw were you that man like I, they think in I'm these easy like to get away with. were you that man in these like kind of fake relationships you had <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just put on a fake mustache and like, luigi <laughs> no i uh so i get the whole cheating dynamics and how yeah. hurtful it is and like i have a lot of shame over things i did early in my 20s of like oh yeah with like things i should have like not gone after and still did i guess so i get the that dynamic of it i feel like what she's doing is intentionally disruptive right to a potential relationship that she knows nothing about yeah and she knows nothing about the previous relationship so the right, right. move on her part is just to stay out of it stay right? out of it like or to, i think just bringing it up to him would be good enough right and also I, it, there's two things that i thought too because one is she says uh on camp like the talking face like she says on to the camera uh if i knew now what i knew if I knew now, if if I could go back to my old me at this age, I'd be like, "Don't trust that guy. He's just a piece of shit." That's kind of I'm paraphrasing, but like I think she has uh, had a, some probably really bad relationships, and she's been cheated on a lot, and I think she's putting that on to this. Also, maybe she's the guilty party herself in previous relationships. Yeah. So it's like. I think a lot of times the, the people that worry about cheating are the ones that do it themselves. Yeah. What, what if he was like, yeah, but it was like emotional cheating. And she goes, yeah, but you know we fucked. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fucked up if she was, oh, my God, what, that would be the best twist ever. Right, if, if she was like, that girl. I know he cheated on his ex-girlfriend. She's a friend of mine. And everyone's like, oh, how do you know? And she's like, I just know. And then she gets him aside. She's like, you don't remember me? Yeah. We slept together. Sorry about that. We had a little bit of a tech issue, but we're all uh, on track. So basically what, what we find out, uh, Blake, is then uh, Natasha goes to Trevor, makes him call, makes him tell uh, Jamie. So we see right. him go to Jamie. Well, no, while this is happening, the girls tell Jamie yeah. about the cheating. And basically what they do is uh, then she cries to them. And that's when she says, everyone's always cheated on me. I'm like, I'm not mocking her. I guess I am, but... Yeah. And the girls, to be fair, I forget the three girls sitting around, but the the ones that are there do a decent job of being like, look, we don't know. We know. Yeah, we don't know story. Yeah, Yeah. we don't know this girl, but we do know uh, Trevor we're talking about, right? Yeah. We do know Trevor, so this could all be, Trevor seems like a good guy. Maybe this isn't what it looks like. And then she starts crying anyways. And it's just like, this is what I was saying to you is it's like, if someone came to me and I had a, a, a girl that I really liked, 
And they were like, just so you know, she cheated on her ex-boyfriend. I'd be like, oh, well, I don't care <laughs> right, at right. all. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't really, I don't know about you, but I don't care to know much about the person I'm dating's last relationship. Like, if they want to talk about it, I'm willing to listen, but it right. will not affect how I feel about the person almost ever. I no, because it's like so it happened before you, so you can't really. And most of the relationships I've been in, the ex was either uh, a non-issue or yeah. seemed like a really bad guy. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, I won't treat you the way that he did. Right. And then it's just a non-issue. And the the issues come up organically. Yeah. Like trust issues and things like that. But that isn't specific. Like, I don't care who the other person was or what exactly happened right. so much. Like, I, not that I don't care, but it won't affect my feelings towards the person I'm dating. Right. Yeah, I am like that too. But it's also nice to like have backstories so you can understand like where they're at, where they're coming from. Like if, if they start dating so. and she's just like I'm, I'm being jealous and she's like, well, everyone's cheated on me. I guess and then it's like okay, I can understand that. I like finding out the, I guess from a psychological standpoint, I like finding out the the effects and how the person is now uh-huh. less than the actual incidents. Okay, like I like how I can manage. Uh, my the person I'm dating's uh, past, gotcha. But I don't need to know the specifics, and yeah. I don't really care to know. Yeah, because it's all circumstantial. Like people cheat, but it doesn't make them bad people every no. time. Right. It could be a toxic relationship. It could be they were out and they didn't admit it to the person. Yeah, and that caused a cheating situation. Like I, I don't really care to know, and it doesn't bother me so much. Well, that's why I think Trevor does a good job at it because uh, he he kind of set the seat, I guess, earlier. In the hot tub, which randomly there was a hot tub on a roof deck. That's a different conversation. <laughs> uh, that tends that tends to happen a lot on this show. Yeah, uh, they want some bikini shots. And yeah, and some some uh, exposed male chest. That would be Makes funny. For good ratings. If they're like, "Want to go in the hot tub?" and the guy goes, "I'd rather do this thing over here," and they point at a slip and slide. <laughs> like where that, that come great, from? Yeah. Um, and uh, he basically kind of says the same thing. Is like, "Yeah, I, I emotionally cheated. I I started talking to another person because I I." waited too long to like i didn't want to hurt this person's feeling by breaking up with them but ultimately i did the worst thing possible mm-hmm. and then she's like okay and then they're fine seems like yeah you think this is gonna get brought up later um i hope it doesn't make jamie turn on trevor or have like uh un unreasonable trust issues with him specifically i hope that doesn't add to her anxiety about being cheated on yeah but it feels like it will so Probably. my answer is yes. Like it will come up again. Well, yeah. I guess time will tell. I hope Trevor like plays it straight. He's got to tell her if if he's not into it, he should tell her now. Right. He's got other options in the house for sure. Yeah. What if he finds out that she, he actually like had sex with her, and then he's just like, yeah, but I uh, was very emotional about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I'm emotionally cheating. The emotional cheating thing. I I don't think I've heard that term outside of this. I've oh, heard, I have for sure. I've heard micro cheating, which I totally have done. I'll admit. Is that when you sleep with like a little person? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not touching that. No, it's where it's and I like I know I've been guilty of this in like recent relationships for sure, and I feel bad about it. But I feel like that's something everyone kind of does. Like if, for instance, like we're both comedians, I've been in situations where I meet someone after a show who's being flirtatious with uh-huh. me, and I'll talk to them a little longer than I should. Mm. But I would, with no intention of doing anything. That's called micro cheating. That I've heard that term used on on online, especially yeah. is like it. And I read an article once that was like signs that your boyfriend's a micro cheater. Oh God! But it's like you know what? That's better than 
And that's kind of life. Like, that happens a lot. Right. And uh, also, sometimes you end up being a little bit flirtier than you should, but it's just almost polite conversation at right. certain times. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. if someone's flirting with you, to be like, I have a girlfriend right away, is, like, obnoxious almost. Right. Because it's like, yeah, okay. I wasn't, you know, taking your fucking clothes off. Like, yeah. we were just having a flirty, kind of, like, we're never going to see each other again. Right. This is a one-time it's thing. Innocent. And I, yeah, one time I walked a lady all the way back to her hotel. Oh no, Blakey who was boy. who was interested in me, and was just an audience member at a comedy show. And uh, when I got back to her hotel, I said, uh, "I have to go." I didn't even say I have a girlfriend, but I said, "Like I, th- I, I'm gonna leave now." But it was very nice meeting you. And then like that was a micro cheat, I think. And then like what you kind of I feel like you glossed over. What did she say back? She looked a little surprised that I didn't want to hang out. We more. also said, I'll see you later, toots, and then you just slapped her butt. <laughs> I had never done that. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. I don't call women tootses. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think anybody like would appreciate that? I think, yeah. You think, you think, you think women like to I call think toots? Some, I think it's just old timey. Some. Some people, I think, like the flirtation of like old timey misogyny, as long as it's like in in jest. Yeah, yeah. What do you like? Do you like? Is there any like? I, I say chick a lot, but it's in jest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I would never degrade a woman, right? Sincerely. Yeah. But I do say like old timey phrase like chick or like. No, I mean like uh, like a girlfriend, like a pet name that she's given you. <laughs> any ones you don't like that come to mind? Um, Baldy. Is <laughs> <laughs> called you Baldy? No, uh, I'm trying to think of a real one. No, there's been one where I'm like, okay, enough. Um, I can't think of a good example. I hate, I, uh, I had a girlfriend say my love. Oh, I hated it. <laughs> Why are you laughing at that? Because that's, it seems like you have commitment issues. <laughs> no, I just hate it when she, if she's like, what's going on my love? I was like, ugh, it's just gross. I say that to like girls and like third dates sometimes. My love or like you my, waited my three sweet. dates until you said that. I'll say like my sweet on like the second date my or sweet? my love. Yeah, because it's just like cute, but it isn't like I really. You're really like my sweetheart. Okay, it's sort of you say it in jest. I feel like I feel like I'm easy to read. Where it's just like I don't mean that I'm in love with you, but right. You, see you later, my love. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I yeah no, I get that. it. Yeah, I get it. I I uh, I think I mentioned this on the podcast like a while ago, but I have a problem where, where like I think it's funny to say like I love you to like my guy friends, you know, <laughs> yeah. and make them feel uncomfortable. And I just started saying it to everybody. And then there were times during this time when I would like start talking to somebody, and then I'd be drunk. And I love giving people drunk calls. I feel like that's a, that's a lost art is like the drunk call. Mm-hmm. Now that nobody really calls people anymore. Um, Ooh, I don't know. I get some drunk calls. <laughs> do you really? Yeah. I think people are more honest when they're drunk. So For sure. I, I think that I'll get a call and I'll hear things that I wouldn't hear from that same person yeah. sober. Yeah. A drunk, you know, a drunk person speaks a sober mind. For sure. Yeah. That's a thing. And I, this girl one time was like, hey, did you have a fun little week, uh, fun night? And uh, she goes, uh, yeah. I, I go, yeah. I got a little drunk with my friend. She goes, yeah, I know. You called me. I was like, oh, I did. She's like, do you want to hear it? And I was like, No. And then she did it, and at the end, I was like, all right, uh, okay, I love you. Oh, shit. And then I hung up. (laughs) And then then I had to say, uh, I had explained to her that I tell everybody I love them. And then she goes, oh, so that word means nothing to you? And I go, no. I just, like, people, we're done. Uh, Yeah. And it was a nice, uncomfortable conversation There was a a time fairly recently 
I don't know if I should go too into personal <laughs> For me? No, for me. Yeah, tell, yeah. Where I was with you when this happened, where I was messaging with someone we were both oh, talking Oh, I remember about. this night, yeah. Yeah, and I, I ended up apologizing, and we're fine now, but I, I was talking to a girl that I do think is very pretty, <laughs> and I sent her a message about something unrelated to me thinking she was pretty and she responded real nice and then i was just like you're so pretty <laughs> and we we were like crazy drunk yeah hanging out with sean flannery yeah yeah after a blackout diaries podcast great yeah. podcast by the way um but uh yeah i had too much to drink and i said way too much. and i was like i i really th- i think we have chemistry <laughs> and she was not, she was receptive to it yeah for sure it, oh. it, i wasn't being a creep but i was too way 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 too forward yeah and she didn't you know she was into it too oh, to a girls. degree i feel bad for girls <laughs> all but, girls but i was and then the next day i was like i'm not the type of person that would do that and like like i'm so happy that you weren't like upset or like yeah like like if you had like rejected me in the first place i would have shut up but like we kind of went back and forth yeah, but yeah. i blame myself and i'm really sorry and I'll, I'll never talk to you like that again I'm, oh i'm the- sorry and she she was like oh it's totally fine the worst is like when you first start seeing somebody and you get blackout drunk and then the next day you're like, oh, God, did I text? And you're like, I did. I'm like, usually oh, okay. I'm fine, but sometimes you're like, shit, I was, that could be. That's another issue in this um, time of quarantine. Everyone be careful out there when you get a little text happy. Yeah. I, I think I've been the recipient of it now. Okay. Also- That's going to feel nice. Uh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it feels. Listen, I didn't mean what I said. I just was a little drunk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you, I you get that sometimes, and also I've been on the other end where I'm the one doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it feels gross, but it's you know just I, do it in in moderation. I feel like every like I don't. I think this is kind of like genderless. I think everybody has definitely woken up the next day and been like, "What did I say?" And they're like, Ugh. "Oh yeah, yeah, constantly." Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um. So, so that gets kind of like tied up. I mean, between between the two, they seem like they're they're trying to work past it, you know. But yeah. which is crazy because like, uh, uh, um, not not only Trevor, but then she's also still kind of seeing um, uh, Ryan. So she kind of has a backup plan, right? Which is kind of nice. And also, it you know, she's made out with multiple people on the show that we've yeah. seen. So yeah, the whole yeah. like cheating thing is just like you know, like let's get our moral compass in order yeah, here. I know it's not cheating. No one's dating each other yet. Yeah. But it's like there's probably going to be some more makeouts that are going to hurt people's feelings, and that just sucks. Yeah, I, I said this on the podcast again before, but so I think the show kind of like a lot of races. One of the reasons why the relationships don't work out because the people that are are the Bachelor and Bachelorette, you go from being okay with making out with 30 different people mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you got to just be with one person and you're like i kind of like making out with 30 different people all the time yeah i mean that's why like you don't settle down until you've got all the um do you think some of these people are like i, I kind of feel as uh, i kind of understand this polygamy thing i think you just get before you should get into any relationship no matter how big or small so your roots i mean make sure you have that out of your system yeah, if, you, for if sure. you have a you know, if you want to be promiscuous, there's no fault in that anymore. We've we're, no. we've graduated from shaming people. I think it's Just, 2020. Yeah, but the minute you say like we're together, we really care about each other. Maybe we love each other. 
then you know I, I hope you have it out of your system by that yeah. point. Otherwise, that's when things get really nasty. Wouldn't it be crazy if you said it's 2018 and then the, everyone would realize that we actually this podcast two years ago <laughs> and we just we just kind of like called we, everything. We had the early screeners, <laughs> <laughs> but also we like we we're producers. <laughs> <laughs> well, that and then we also kind of like knew about the upcoming pandemic, uh, pandemic and everything else that's going on. Oh yeah, okay. and we even knew we even knew that a Star Is Born was going to be real great. <laughs> yeah, well, everyone saw that coming. Yeah, everyone. Saw that one coming. <clears throat> um, so we get it. So then Brie gets a date card. Of course, she chooses Chris, and they get to go where Guitar Center. And then there's a there's a scene where Chris goes. Literally, they're they're driving down Sunset Strip, and he's like, "Oh, that's a troubadour." And he's like, "Oh, that's really cool." And then he goes, "Wait, don't tell me. No, don't tell me. We're going to Guitar Center." <laughs> I know. Yeah. I love the fake genuineness. Someone had a great bit about how. Uh... Whenever a helicopter <laughs> comes in a reality show, everyone freaks the yeah, fuck right. out. Yeah. Like they've never seen a helicopter in their life. Yeah, I want to be like, there's a guitar center down my block. <laughs> right. I hate I hate that guy named George that works there. Like, has a real jacket. That's the, by far the worst date so far as a guitar center. But it wound up being very beautiful for those two. But yeah. that's the worst setup of a date. Second worst was the plain white teens concert in the back. I know, I know. <laughs> and the third is like, you guys are just going to hang out in Venice Beach. That might actually be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're going to sing for money. Dresden, obviously, like... Uh, Which, yeah, what comes up? Potentially is the, the best. best. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But you wouldn't... I wouldn't I wouldn't have thought that on paper. Yeah. But that was, like, the classiest date. Yeah, so then they sing, uh, and they're basically like, you get to play any guitar you ever want. <laughs> That's Literally anyone... You or I could walk into a guitar center tomorrow. Not that they're open now. Yeah. Maybe they are, actually. No, they're probably not. It's not a necessity. But I mean, Home Depot's. I mean, I guess Home Depot's. <laughs> yeah, you're a construction worker. Yeah. No, I guess Guitar Center's not. But what about like musicians from home? Like, I wonder if there's a Guitar Center like special hours now. I'm sure they do like store pickup. Like Best Buy's doing sure. that. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But like, it's like, but what I'm saying is, when when Corona and quarantine is over. We, you or I could walk into a guitar center and be like, I want to play that guitar. We get pointed like a $7,000 guitar and they'd be like, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> like it isn't like, a, that's not a special treatment to reality. And they're like, like, can I try that? They're going to be like, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, this guy might actually buy this expensive thing. Of course we'll let him try it. Yeah, like, of course. That's, a, that's the best thing about it. There's a great place called, um, uh, fuck, what is it called? Lincoln Lincoln Guitar, I think. It's here in Chicago. I live right next to that. Yeah. It's yeah. fucking beautiful. Like, yeah. They, they have a like, secret room on there. For when the oh, with really? like their high end guitars really? that they don't show anybody that makes sense. They fix guitars there too. I've taken my guitar to get it fixed there. I've yeah. sold them guitars and bought guitars from there. It's like the greatest. It's the greatest. Like like guitar center is great, but the, like this is like a locally owned, yeah. amazing place. Yeah, like folklore is that they have a specific room for like when the big bands come in town, and then they they're the only ones that can see it. So the, it's, sure. it's close to the public. That makes sense. But they it's just. Every wall of that place is covered in guitars. Yeah, like it's really cool to walk past it. rows up and down vertical of entire walls of guitars, and it's amazing. And you can walk in there and be like, I'd like to try this guitar and this pedal. When you put you in a private room and you could play it. Oh, really? Yeah. When you play the guitar, do you sing your lyric? <laughs> I only play Don't <laughs> Fall for His Charms. Yeah. So so during this during this eight day, uh, they tell each other that they love each other, or they're mm-hmm. falling for each other. They're falling in love with each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, they kiss, and they both miss their lips and kiss. One kisses the chin, and one kisses their upper lip, and that was real silly, silly to see. Uh, that's how in sync they are, is they both miss their kiss. Uh, and we find out that she was engaged. Mm-hmm. And how it was broken off is she went dress shopping. She found the perfect dress. She texted him, I found the dress. And then he called her and he goes, don't buy it. Yeah, which I think is nice. <laughs> that, I mean, that he pulled the trigger then and didn't hold out. 
you know, another because how much does a wedding dress cost? Thousands of dollars, right? Uh, yeah, pretty high. Like, thank God he wasn't like great. And then like the next day, be like, well, I'm sure she was like, I'm gonna go dress shopping, and he could have been like, don't. Yeah, I've heard there are like mutual friends of ours that have gotten that close to getting married and called it off like right at that moment too. Yeah, no, we've had a friend. We we had a mutual friend that had a returner ring. Oh really? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of Anne Rees. <laughs> oh no, don't do that. <laughs> That's very recent. Fuck. Yeah. And that was before an engagement even happened, right? Let's stop talking about that. He call. bought the engagement ring. Yeah, but hadn't proposed the. No, 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 no. Because then some other news came out. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. He's got a. He's got a funny. Um, he's got a. He's got a good person personality. He's got a great personality. I feel like we're like plugging him. In. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got a good sense of humor about it. <laughs> you can look up how that rhymes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Enjoy his comedy life. He's great. Um. So um. That day kind of ends, and it, it's kind of what we thought it was gonna it was gonna go well, and then um Sheridan gets a card, and he chooses Julia, who is the girl that he is absolutely in love with. Yeah. Um. So he picks out the right hat. He picks out all his rings. Oh, he puts God. them all on. Asks her to go on a date. Uh. They go on a morning show, Valentine in the morning. Which is kind of annoying. It's like be my Valentine, Valentine in the morning. Kind of hated it. Yeah, uh, that radio interview does not go well. You no, know, it doesn't because uh, she gets flat out asked, "Hey, have you kissed anybody else?" And then she looks at him at uh, Sheridan. Sheridan cries a little bit. A tear goes down, <laughs> and then um, she's like, "Ah, well, don't ask that question." I think that's why I'm starting to like Sheridan more because I, I feel a little sorry for him now. I pegged him as like a guy who was uh, just so cocky and yeah. like he probably gets every woman he wants but now it's like oh no he's like not very smooth and it's kind of like pathetic with this girl that he likes way more than she likes him yeah i know she's like playing him for a fool yeah so he's growing on me yeah and he's definitely one of those like i'm in love with <laughs> kind of reminds me of probably you in high school like he's like in love with her and what will do anything for her and he's like doing too much where she's just like it's kind of a turn off yeah you learn that i mean he's what is he 27 yeah he should know by now when a girl's not into him and just like give up well okay listening to him talk and just kind of be about life i don't think he's ever going to learn that lesson yeah he's too um he's naive yeah and that's like i've been him at early, earlier than 27 for yeah. sure but yeah. i've been to the point where i'm like I know it seems like she's not into me and she's kind of like into this other guy more, but I'm going to keep treating her real nice and keep asking her out on dates. And it's like, no, stop. Yeah. You should learn that by like 24, I feel like. Oh, and they're, you know, then they have to sing a song online or on air. And he is like, literally, I've never had this uh, chemistry uh, music uh, uh, musically with anybody before. Like, he's just like infatuated with her. And then she's like, it's fun. And then, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a good time. I had a good time. And then um, they cut to this guy, the the uh, the DJ, and he's like, "Yeah, that's." It, it rem- <laughs> he was he was acting like uh, Harry did in Dumb and Dumber when Jim Carrey comes out uh, in the uh, in the <laughs> yeah. right suit, yeah. and he like acts like, "Yeah, that's great." That's <laughs> what, he's acting exactly yeah. like that. He's like, "That was it." Because what's more awkward than two people just singing to you? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever performed to one person? Uh, yeah, sure. It's awkward. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, yeah. There's a time when I was dating a girl. We did it for a long time, five years on and off, 
And then um, towards the end of our relationship, I was just singing. If we asked her, would she be like, I never dated that guy? <laughs> yeah, she'd be like, who? Oh, I guess I remember. Blake Burkhart. No, I, Burkhart. I lived with her and everything. Um, one of the one of the great loves of my life. But um, when the relationship was dwindling down anyways, and I think we both kind of feel it, I still sang her a song. <laughs> but it wasn't a song. It was um, All I Need is the Air That I Breathe okay. by the Hollies. It's a beautiful song. Yeah. But I, and I learned to play it real nice, and I played it for her. And then like know. halfway through the song, we were like making kind of awkward eye contact. And I was like, I got to finish this song. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I learned to play it for her. But I should have just been like, okay, I'm going to put the guitar down, and uh, should we have a talk about Yeah. <laughs> we were breaking up anyways. Oh, uh, okay. I one time had a girlfriend when we were clearly going to have that talk to break up, and she uh, brought a, a prayer candle and lit it. <laughs> was she an old Latino lady? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her name was Mariana, and she was 48. <laughs> she started burning a candle with the Pope on it. <laughs> <laughs> it did have a Pope on it, yeah. <laughs> She's an Italian girl. Um, prayer candle yeah and they keep that's saying that's a red flag I know and then all these a lot of these girls are talking about love language which I hate yeah I had I a I had a girlfriend is. that would always talk about uh, my love bucket just isn't full right now oh like we had god. to work on filling her love bucket oh my god I think I just <laughs> I'm gonna be single forever I like my girlfriend <laughs> now because I told her about that and then she started laughing hysterically about how dumb that girl oh, god, was yeah. and I was it's like good to, yeah. it's good to take that not seriously yeah 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 it's good when you think something's ridiculous and then you tell your about a uh, past relationship and you tell your current girlfriend or boyfriend that and then they're like yeah that's insane okay good yeah. you have like a little chuckle about it yeah for sure yeah um, but no have you ever performed like stand up to just one person no Really? Uh, I mean, I performed to five people a million <laughs> times. <laughs> I did one show where uh, I showed up. Marty DeRosa was on it. Our co-producer at Community Show. My my favorite comic in all of Chicago. Uh, but we were on the show together, and there were two people in the audience. And Marty, I shouldn't talk for Marty, but he showed up, and he's like, so we're not doing the show, right? No show. And the producers were like, no, we're still going to do it, because we've had to cancel the last like five, so we, we're doing a show tonight no matter what. Marty's like, that makes no sense. And he like kind of stormed off. He's like been doing comedy way longer yeah, than me. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, I'll do it, I guess. And it turned out the two people were the one of the producer's wife. Oh, God. And her friend. And they sat front row. And so when I, I went up like second on the show of like four, and Marty was the headliner. And I just performed to those two, and they sort of like politely <laughs> laughed as I did. Like they had me do like fifteen minutes too. So oh my I, god! I was just like, I'm gonna get through this because like I I don't I wasn't booked a lot at the time. So I was like, let's do it, you know? Yeah. And then when Marty went up, luckily like twenty people kind like, oh, of randomly course. came yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was just they didn't even know there was a show, but they were like, can we come back here? And everyone was like, yeah, sit down, please. <laughs> please, like, please we need please. On. I but I didn't get door. to perform for any of them, so I literally performed for two. Oh my god! That's people who kind of knew knew me like adjacently. You know? Yeah. So it was very weird. I uh, when I first started comedy, I the only place I would kind of have like an open mic night was Joker's Comedy Club in which was underneath a strip club, and it was clearly like that's where we launder our money from. Like they never promoted like <clears throat> I, it was a Thursday show, which are generally like you know half full for most comedy clubs at least, and there was just uh, a couple that showed up. And you get free access to the strip club if you went to the comedy club. So clearly they're just like, we're waiting for that. And they ordered food, and I was performing in front of just two people eating food and talking to each other about how the food was good. <laughs> and then uh, that was pretty hard. And then I did another show. It was a Crans Butter show. Uh, oh, yeah, Crans. Uh, I actually do a story at Blackout Diaries, but uh, it was like a couple. It was a family of like six sitting at a table. 
and I would and they were the only people in the crowd and I would perform to them and every joke I had reminded them of some type of someone in their family <laughs> and they would look over and be like that's just like Uncle Jess or Uncle Nick <laughs> remember when Uncle Nick did that thing and I had I would have to wait for them to finish telling the story and then I would uh, then they look back at me and then I would start a new joke <laughs> and then in the middle of that joke they'd be like oh Brian did that do you remember when Brian did that and then I, it was it's so funny that like I don't think musicians or any like poets or no one will ever grasp what it's like to be a stand-up comic other than stand-up comics right of how bad audiences will be oh because music we're not taken serious you don't need an audience for music well, sure. and really. it, even if someone was reading like poetry you'd be like okay we better shut up yeah yeah, yeah. it's like that guy's just like yapping about his <laughs> life. like there's no there's yeah. no like rhythm to it or like style to it it's just like i mean there is a lot of style to it but like to the average person it's like that guy's just talking yeah. into a microphone be like a gesture and be like listen around. to my art please exactly yeah so yeah, we get the worst audiences of any art form. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so uh, then we see Mariana and Ruby, and we don't really see a lot uh, of them. They're new. Yeah. They're new. Uh, so we have three new people. Ruby seems sweet. I think I'm gonna she end seems up nice. liking her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she has a funny. There's a funny quip there, with I think it was Brandon, uh, where Ruby, where he goes, uh, she goes, "Have you been to Austin?" Or maybe it was uh, maybe it was Nashville. I think she's in Nashville, and he goes, "Yeah, just for a bachelor party." And then she goes, uh, oh, I have a problem. I always hook up with people that are there for passion parties. And yeah. then he goes, oh, that's how I know you. Real flirty right now. And away, I was yeah. like, whoa, a little flirty birdie over Super there. Super flirty. That would be like, I mean, if you had that conversation, you'd be like, this is going to work yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to smooch <laughs> That's later. one line where you're like, I'm in. Yeah. That was flirty and sexu- sexually driven. It's always nice when, I feel like, I don't know if women feel this. I wish, that's why I kind of wish Kristen was here for more than one reason. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I miss her too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a bad. But where you say that line and you're like, okay, now we're gonna. Where you say one thing and then they clearly like that's the line. Not the I shouldn't say line like it's whatever, but like that's the thing where like now there's some interest happening. Oh, for sure. It's such a great feeling. I don't think people bring up like hooking up. To someone that they're not interested in hooking up with, true. Generally, yeah, yeah. yeah especially yeah. if you barely know each other, it's like that's a that's a tell. Yeah. Um, so they kind of show up. They're kind of like meeting everybody, and then we find out that Savannah gets the date card, uh, and then she chooses uh, Brandon. Yeah. Um, and uh, Mel has a complete breakdown about this. She's very upset. She's crying. Mel's so sweet, and it's just not going to work out for her as, as eventually we. Yeah. We get to see. Yeah. yeah. And then they go uh, to the Dresden. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah, uh, and I'm swingers. like, and then I was like, yeah, was it? I was because I love the movie Swingers. I think you me did too. too. Oh, one of my favorite movies. Such Top ten movie for me of all time. Great breakup movie, by the way. If you're upset about sure. a breakup for a breakup boy. or just like uh, getting back into dating. Yeah, maybe yeah. like if yeah. you're if you've been broke if you've if you're ready to get back yeah. on the market because it's just realistic and like a true movie. Yeah, no real villains. Like it's just real. It's a real life shit. Yeah, and they they go to the Dresden, and then I was like, wait, is that from Swingers? Dresden, right? That's from Swingers. And then they show up, and then they they cut to the house band, which I'm like, that's a fucking couple from Swingers. Yeah, and they looked so old in Swingers, and they look just as old now. Yeah, they've aged great from Swingers, yeah. which is twenty it seems years like they were, ago at least. They, it right? seems like both of them were born at seventy. Swingers must be. Tw- Close to twenty five years old, because I watched more it. than that. Yeah, fuck. Wow, yeah. that makes me feel no twenty five. You might be right. Twenty five, like ninety five, ninety four. You're probably right. You're right around twenty five. Yeah, but yeah, if you haven't seen Swingers, watch it. That's one of the greatest dating movies ever. Great movie, great movie, and this couple's in that as well. I thought in the movie, I was like, oh, these are just like a goofy old couple. Yeah, 
Also, they they filmed scenes for that just in crowded bars without like, yeah, maybe with permits, but without like actor. Like it was a thing where you see a sign at the door, like we're filming a movie. Yeah, you if you walk in, you're giving your consent to be on camera. Yeah, and then it's like Heather Graham and John Favreau, who now are who, huge stars at the time. We're, and, and then uh, and then uh, uh, why am I forgetting the name? Vince Vaughn and Vince Vaughn. Yeah. yeah. And they just and Ron Livingston. Yeah, they all the extras are real people at the bar. Yeah, like in the big ending scene, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy. It's like a true. It's a really great, like true, like bare bones independent film, which is yeah, great. Um, and then they 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 show up there. Uh, the couple's been playing for forty odd odd years together, mm-hmm. which is incredible. I think they said at the Dresden over thirty five years yeah. or something like that. They both have incredible wigs on. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, one doesn't look so good. <laughs> right. Um, they're a sweet old couple. Yeah, and then um, it just so happens it's open mic night. Yeah. And then um, Savannah and uh, Brandon sing. How would you rate that? They sing uh, "Fever." It was horrible. And like I know that so- that was one of our songs in chorus. I think I don't know if we did it, but the swing choir did it. Was it boy, boy did- or man chorus? <laughs> it was boy chorus. I think we did the backup, or maybe we just watched. I forget. But it that song's supposed to be like so high, like you gave me fever, yeah. you gave me fever, dude. Like that's a dude, sexual chemistry song dude, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's like a hot song. In the moon, it's like yeah. such a cool song. Yeah, and that this rendition, I, maybe it's not their fault. Maybe it's just the whatever they the musicians were doing but it was like that song this is such a fun song and you're making it not fun yeah it was almost like neither of them had heard it yeah and they're even like reading the lyrics at one point i think it's like how do you the know guy that? is yeah he doesn't know there's the like other. fucking 10 words in that whole song <laughs> I, I know. you give me fever i've got fever right i have fever in the morning fever when i come over like how do you not you know go, that song you go fever at supper time when fevers and it's your a fever. very famous <laughs> <laughs> fevers on a bagel <laughs> you can eat fever <laughs> but it's like a fun classy old like jazz number you know yeah and it, like a it's like an iconic american song and they fucking butchered it man yeah. and you know i love savannah but even she was it was like oh she they don't it have was like it was like it's like when your friend signs you up for karaoke and you don't know the song and you just have to like wing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it looked like. Yeah. And why why not pick another song? If it's karaoke night, can they pick a song they knew? I think they also why call it karaoke night? Why not just be like we have two people from the Bachelor? Yeah, and we chose a song for them. Yeah, the crowd would be like, "Great, we know the Bachelor." <laughs> yeah. Do you think the Dresden has an open mic night? They might. I don't know. I they might for just I've like local LA singers. There. There's probably so many good singers just hanging out in LA. That do you, how do you feel about sing? a good jazz bar? Love it, right? Oh man, right before if you're ever in Chicago, go to when this is all over. And if you're in Chicago, check out the Green Mill. That's probably one of the better jazz clubs here oh, in the country. In the country, yeah, it's amazing. It, Frank Sinatra used to hang out there. Al Capone, Capone owned it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah <laughs> those two cool guys. <laughs> Al Capone. <laughs> yeah. But really Al Capone would go there like constantly. It's like a Chicago staple and like for yeah. for live jazz music it's it's one of the best. And they make one of the go. best Manhattans in the city. Oh yeah, great drinks, great bartenders, great staff. Cash only. Uh they run great show comedy shows out there, yeah. Machete. Yeah. Um but uh right before quarantine I went to a live jazz show and I was like, Man, this is my new thing. I'm gonna go to jazz shit all the time and then now I can't go anywhere. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> so hopefully I remember how much I liked it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so they, you know, they have an okay time. Um, I thought they, I, I marked their talent up as uh you're lucky you're hot. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. If I was in the, in the Dresden, just in the back, I'd be like, what the fuck are these assholes doing? Oh, I'd be so pissed off. Give me those old weird looking fucks. I mean, just sing a song, you know. Right. 
Uh, <laughs> like it's it was so odd. Yeah, you, you could almost see people like in the crowd, like doing the hand movement. You're like fever. It's fever in the morning. They were like trying to like over stylize it, and it's like yeah. this this song is a fucking staple. Right. Like, don't fuck it up. And, like, that's such... It is a sexy song, and that just proves that Brandon's not really a sexy guy. I think he is looks-wise, but, like... I don't think so. He doesn't have... Uh, well, that's the thing. He like, doesn't have natural charm. I think he's no. kind of a ladies' man, but it isn't a pure charm. It's kind of like a wet blanket. And Savannah kind of dropped the ball on it, too, I think. Like, she's incredibly beautiful and a good singer, but... Yeah. That wasn't the right choice for her. No. And she I feel like it. I'm an American Idol judge where it's like, you have talent, but that song choice was yeah, yeah. not for you. It is beneath you. <laughs> that thing, so we go to the cocktail party, and then we find out that everybody has a crush on Brandon. Like, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, Mel. Yeah, Mel. Thank you. Uh, Mel, uh, Mel has a crush on, on him. Uh, Rudy, uh, I think. Rudy just wants to stay on the show. Yeah. She's the worst. Yeah. And uh, we also find out that, so then Julia goes to Sheridan and is basically like, I'm trying, I want to look at, I want to find other people too. Uh, And then that's basically when uh, she says, she talks about Brandon, how she likes Brandon too. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then we see, uh, we see Sheridan and he says, um, uh, he goes, that's, you know, that's, that's the difference between, that's the problem I have. Sometimes I, uh, uh, I'm too busy listening to my, uh, I, I I don't listen to my head and uh, what do you goes? No, that's the difference between listening to your head and listening to your heart. And then I think he said uh, the head and the heart. That seems like a pretty good band name, right? <laughs> that's a deep cut. He's like, it is taken. Ah, shit. <laughs> that is a cool band. Yeah, great band. I really. I saw them live. It's at an empty bottle. Really? Mm-hmm. How were they? Um, I barely remember. They were great, but it, I used to go to concerts like once a week. And yeah, every I mean, kind of well, decently well-known band I'd go see. Yeah, um, I fucked up that joke. I <laughs> I crushed that joke when I practiced it on my girlfriend. <laughs> I got it. But yeah, I, I don't think a lot of bad. people know that band. It was kind of a long walk, but it's okay. <laughs> They're not a household name. No, 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 no. It no, was no. a good joke. Thanks. Uh, and during this cocktail party, Ryan was wearing his glasses, and that's when I realized he looked like Rachel Maddow, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um. And uh, Tasha went for him a little bit. Natasha went for him. Uh, and uh, they had a very bad kiss, I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything you want to say about the cocktail party? Not a lot really happens, other than we find a lot of girls are going for Brandon. I think they're just trying to find a way to stay in the house, most of them. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's real feelings anywhere except for a couple couples, which I would say definitely um, Chris and uh, the one we brought up first that went to Guitar Center. Yeah. That's a real connection. Other than that, I don't think there is one on the show yet. No. Like, Ru- Rudy goes and kisses Ryan. Rudy just wants to stay on the show. And yeah. she's, like, just a troublemaker. Like, she talks shit about people behind their backs yeah. constantly. Yeah. She went and kissed Ryan and then, like, Went said, to Matt and was just like, we had a terrible kiss. Like, I'm okay yeah, with, you know. that's pathetic. I forgive you for what you did. And then... There's no circumstance where I'd be like, oh, you had a terrible kiss with that guy who I like? Yeah. <laughs> who's, like, my, like, kind of friend? Yeah. I don't like And you, you get all pissed off at me because I went on a date with somebody else. Any girl that would be like, oh, I went on a date with him. We, I, He's a terrible kisser. I'd be like, guess what? I don't like you now either because you are. this is how you gossip. Right. Like whatever. You're going to say some shit about me yeah. after our date. So yeah. we're not going on a date. Yeah. Goodbye. And then she's like, I don't care that you did that anymore. It doesn't matter. But like, don't you ever fucking do that again. And then she slaps him. And then she goes, I'm kidding. And then she tries to make out with him. Yeah. So lame. I bet you Matt's the kind of guy who's like, this her. girl is uh, a wild child and I love it. Some people yeah. like that shit. 
Well, I f- yeah, I forget what happens to her, but we have, we'll get to it. Yeah. Um, so then we go to the ra- the row ceremony. Um, all uh, it's the guy's choice now. All the girls are holding hands like it's the beginning of Friday Night Lights when they're walking up to the to- to- <laughs> the coin toss. It was very silly. <laughs> um, so we find out Chris chooses Brie, which we kind of figured that was going to happen. Of course. Yeah. Best couple on the show by far. Best couple. Trevor chooses Jamie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good, good couple. People were, I mean, uh, couple people seem surprised by that but that seemed like a no-brainer for me yeah, yeah. matt uh kind of pulls one out he chooses uh match wait matt chooses rudy which we kind of figured was gonna happen yeah because i think he just likes the psychoness of it uh ryan chooses natasha saw that happening yeah she really paved her way quick on yeah the show. yeah yeah we have danny which we're going to talk about in a second uh danny chooses becca right right and then we have brandon uh chooses savannah mm-hmm. yeah that's a good choice. Yeah, yeah, they like great day to yeah, Dresden. Gorgeous. Yeah, fun time to uh, Dresden. Savannah's still my favorite. Yeah. Gabe chooses uh, Ruby. So that's Gabe, Gabe, who we haven't really seen a lot, mm-hmm. chooses Ruby, who um, we don't really see a lot. She's a new one. She's the new one that stays. I think maybe they might have some chemistry. I really like them both separately. Yeah. But I haven't seen, I didn't barely saw them interact. And yeah. And suddenly you choose her. Yeah. Then Sheridan comes up and he makes a bad decision and he goes with Julia and he's going to get his heart broken throughout this whole. I think a lot of viewers will feel the same way. A lot of listeners of this podcast. I was really hoping he would pick Mel. Yeah, me too. Because then it would be like, this girl rejected me. I have to like live and learn. She doesn't like me. Yeah. So I'm going to pick my friend who didn't get picked. Yeah. And I feel like Mel, I could see them being like, we're friends. And then by the end, they're like, are we falling in love together? Yeah. Mel didn't get a fair shake. She's too shy. She's real shy. Which like I think is like, she just seems so sweet. Like I think. I think I said in the first episode that I would like to be friends with her, but like honestly, like I'm starting to like. By the end of this, I was having like feelings for her. <laughs> yeah, <Are laughs> where I guys, could see myself dating her. For I like sure. if you're like uh, next episode, you're like uh, the next time we talk, you're gonna be like, yeah, I've been dating Mel for a while. <laughs> she I'm doesn't gonna, know. <laughs> I will follow all these people on Instagram and bother them. Um, Cheyenne gets sent home. Mel gets sent home. Sorry, but she's available now. Yeah, you can slide into her I'm DMs. Gonna, I'll slide in there. You can say I had a number on. I had a number one selling on iTunes for a whole six hours. <laughs> I had the whole weekend, pal. You had the whole weekend. Yeah, you sold over forty at copies. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, I'm gonna see if I, I bought six. <laughs> I was thinking about asking people like, uh, let's see if I can get the number one again. Like, if you didn't buy it the first time, like, let's just have yeah, a fun. yeah, yeah. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> and then Mariana goes. Uh, she leaves. Um, we we kind of ba- saw that. Barely got to meet her. Yeah. yeah. I felt bad because I, I seemed like Cheyenne. Well, Cheyenne's real pretty, and I thought she'd be here a little longer. Uh, so sad that she left. But then we get a little uh, sneak peek. Um, after everything ends, Brandon, you hear Brandon talking to Julia. You see him, and then he basically tells her, he goes, uh, you're still here, and we can still figure this out. We can yeah. still try to figure this out. I think he likes her, but um, he likes Jamie more, right? Savannah's a better choice. He's with Savannah. Oh, Savannah. That's yeah. Right. Savannah's a way better choice, but oh, like, yeah. I don't know. He's, you know, that's like the that's the way the show works. I get it. Which that's where the cookie crumbles. If there were no more like love triangles at this point, everyone'd be like, ah, uh. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Four more episodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what, yeah. what would we, what if we just like tied it up? And Chris is like, that's all we got. So and just watching people go on dates for yeah. four weeks, <laughs> and then it just turns into a poker tournament. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they sing a song, they go on a date, and then like it's like okay, yeah. I don't right. know what I'm on. Just a reality show with nothing but happy couples. No one would <laughs> like watch no that. drama. No one would watch. Yeah, that. this is perfect. Happy couples are annoying to everyone. So one thing I want to talk to you about, um, Blake, that we kind of mentioned before we started podcasting is I noticed that uh, under Danny, um, it mentioned that Danny is a celebrity impersonator. Oh yeah, 
<laughs> so we're looking at a picture of Danny right now, um, right here. Who do you think he's an impersonator of? Unfortunately, we're not going to find this out right now, but we're, let's take some guesses here. I like based on that photo, like Lou Bega. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Rami Malik. Uh, he's not even close to as hot as Rami Malik. Lou Bega. Like, All right, guys, you want Mumble number five Rami again? Malik's, Rami Malik, I think, is like very gorgeous man because his eyes are like enormous and his mouth is enormous that's why yeah. he played freddie mercury he's like one of the hottest guys of all time you think freddie mercury is one mercury's one of the hottest guys of he all had time? terrible teeth but yeah. it's like that doesn't bother me he's like that and mustache freddie mercury's like stunningly beautiful yeah. Yeah. you know like and like one of the greatest rock star of all time in my opinion i yeah. have a whole bit about queen on my album would that be crazy yeah you do uh check it out uh atlantis, <laughs> it's uh, atlantis great on itunes would that be funny if danny was like you don't know who i am i'm uh he's like uh, i'm trevor from american idol <laughs> <laughs> he's impersonating another guy the other guy like vanilla ice or something he's got that weird flat top right in this photo we're looking at it's hard really hard to tell who It'd be funny if he's like, yeah, I'm one of the top shelf guys. I We really have to look it up because I okay. I need to know who he's in person. So you're going Lou Bega. I think Rami Malek. <laughs> that would be, they're both like, I, Lou Bega was a joke answer because who would want like a celebrity, you could get the real Lou Bega yeah. for like $1,000. What about <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly? <laughs> you know, you're way older, right? Yeah. Well, no, they're probably around the same age. Machine Gun Kelly looks like a kid still. He looks like a like a white trash High school kid. Yeah. And doesn't like beards because he think they're weird. I don't like him because he picked on Eminem. I know. He says it's his like, beard is weird. Respect your fucking elders, man. You're a yeah. white rapper. I know. <laughs> I know. Being rude to Eminem, that's like, but Jesus yeah. Christ. He's had it hard enough. He never got his Oscar for 8 Mile. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So we go with Lou Bega. I don't... I have no better guess than that. He doesn't look like any celebrity to me. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe he's got, maybe he's a good like uh, face actor where he can do the faces. Like I had to play Donald Trump in a I could see that fake roast, and they gave me the wig and everything. And I just remember I I didn't do the voice all that great. Yeah, but I nailed his mannerisms, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, that was great!" Really? Because I like I I have like a big face. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I've got a big Irish head. I know, you're you know? stretching out my headphones. I've got a big giant Irish head, and like my mouth can like stretch. In ways, so I was able to like, I was just doing it in the mirror again and again for yeah. Trump's like shrug and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And people were like, "You nailed it!" Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that's the first time I ever tried to actually impersonate." So when they never... asked you to be him, did you were you upset? Uh, that was a big show. That was a sold out show. Sold out show at Laugh Factory. Two yeah. over two hundred fifty people there. Yeah, um, I remember that. I went to that show. That was a great show. It went great. I wish I got the voice better, but I only had like a week to practice. I'm not a voice impersonator. I'm yeah. not an impersonator at all. And I've done that. The show's called Character Assassination. Very fun show. Great show. I've done it a lot to smaller crowds where I play like a Disney character yeah. and just play in costume. And you just write roast jokes about the other people in the panel. So I was roasting right. like... That was Steven Seagal once on that show. Yeah. Yeah. I was roasting like Melania Trump, Hillary Clinton, like the other candidates yeah. and like people adjacent to Donald Trump. And um, it was right before the election. I was getting booed <laughs> by by the liberal Chicago audience as if I was actually Donald. I had to right. yell like, "I'm not really Donald Trump." Yeah, <laughs> like stop booing me. I wrote jokes for this. We talked about Marty DeRosa, and he played Stone Cold Steve Austin once, and oh, yeah. he asked me to throw him the beers. I've never been so nervous about something in my whole entire life. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I threw him, and I in my I I in the corner in the wing of the, of the stage. I was like, "Yeah, of course that <laughs> shit." <laughs> Marty played Wolverine. One time, and oh, I, I think I saw that. I show was too. Uh, Bruce Banner. Oh, fun! Um, the Incredible Hulk, Bruce Banner. Yeah, 
But um, no, it, it was a weird experience. But it's like, I think my point is like, I was able to get the manners of Donald Trump down looking nothing like him. And I'm a bald guy. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, but they gave me the wig and they put like orange face paint on me. They made me look like Donald Trump. Yeah. With like, they, the costume people involved in that show are incredible. So they really made me look the part. I was in a suit. And then um, I just worked on like the, the way his head moves and the way his mouth moves. So I like pulled it off. Yeah. And maybe that's what Danny's doing, where he can just do like okay, maybe like Christopher Walken or something. It'd be crazy. He's like it's Jack Nicholson. You're like what? I could see him doing it, like in in the right makeup. Like maybe he just like what about Hillary Swank? (laughs) That would be such a weird (laughs) celebrity impersonation. Oh, you're Hillary Swank. Like what? What would that impression be? Yeah, uh, she's like, hello, (laughs) I'm in Karate Kid. Yeah, hey, uh, the end of Million Dollar Man made everybody feel sad. Million Dollar Baby. Million Dollar Baby. Million Dollar Man. man. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, that was a podcast, everyone. I hope you had a. uh, This has been our second week, our third podcast together. Yeah. Um, How how are you feeling about the show so far? Great. Honestly, I'm excited for season or episode three because there's some plot lines there that look interesting. Yeah. Any front runners for you? Uh, Savannah is my fucking sweetheart. I love her. I like her. God, I love her. And I don't. I don't like the choices she's making, so I'm I'm hoping for the best for her. Uh-huh. Um, Chris and remind me, I don't know. The, <laughs> I don't have my paper. The guitar center couple, we'll call them. I'm really rooting for them. They they seem like really Chris and Bree. Chris and Bree. They yeah. both seem like really good people yeah. and are hitting it off. So I'm really rooting for them. I hope, I hope nothing, they sing well together. I hope nothing goes wrong there. Maybe someone will slide in on one of them. That would break my heart. That's them um, sliding in. I'm really, I guess I don't know who I want Savannah to end up with, but she's my favorite. I don't like the choices she's made so far. But, you know, it's so early in the show, they're going to yeah. get to know each other. They, yeah. They're all living together in bunk beds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm honestly very excited for episode three. Yeah, and we're going to see, I think that's when the actual contest starts happening, so I'm kind of excited to see that. Oh, yeah, I have yeah. no idea what to expect yeah. with that. Yeah, so if um, if any questions, uh, make sure to uh, email us at uh, pedalsandprickspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you haven't yet, uh, make sure to subscribe because you don't you don't have to keep checking when we release. But we try. Um, uh, we released two episodes this week because we had to catch up because we we're a week behind. Uh, but from now on, we will be releasing hopefully uh, by Wednesday morning. So check that out and uh, like us and uh, on Facebook and all the social media things. And uh, till then, uh, I guess we'll see. Uh, say see you later. See you later. I love my baby. We are together all the time, and everything is so good damn fine.